This podcast is brought to you by Acme Markets. Fresh foods, local flavors. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news update with Kathy Romano. Today is Wednesday, April 7th. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning in the news this morning. Emergency crews responded to an apparent gas explosion at a house in northeast Philadelphia Tuesday afternoon. It happened in the 6300 block of Algard Street near Walker and Levick Streets in the Wissanoming section of the city shortly after 2 p.m. When crews arrived, they found the front of the building missing and collapsed and the second floor heavily involved in fire. A 61-year-old man was taken to Jefferson Hospital for treatment of his injuries. He is currently listed in stable condition, and then a second male was treated at the scene for smoke inhalation. The man was pulled from the home by a good Samaritan. Uh, the good Samaritan said, I went upstairs and he was on fire. I put him out with an extinguisher. I picked him up, put him over my shoulders, and came downstairs. Uh, this, uh, this guy uh, lives in South Philadelphia, but on Tuesday he was visiting a friend a block away from the explosion and uh, he went in and uh, helped this guy. Philadelphia Gas Works says that they are offering support to the investigation and service has been shut off to three properties. The cause of the blast is unknown at the time. Philadelphia Police, the Fire Department and ATF investigators are investigating. Authorities have confirmed that the body of a woman found in southwest Philadelphia Tuesday morning is that of a missing pregnant woman from Delaware County. Upper Darby Police said the body was positively identified as 21-year-old Diana Bryce. She has a four-year-old son and was expecting a second boy. Police say Bryce's body was discovered at 58th and Eastwick Streets early Tuesday morning. The discovery comes days after she was spotted leaving a laundromat with her boyfriend Justin Smith at about 1 p.m. on March 30th. Neither Bryce nor Smith has been seen or heard from since the day police said. Bryce's mother says she couldn't reach her daughter on March 30th, so she contacted Smith. At the time, she says Smith informed her that they had gotten into an argument and that she got out of the car somewhere in Philadelphia. Smith stopped answering his phone around 5 p.m. that same day, according to the mother, who then filed a report. At about the same time, Upper Darby Police say the car was found abandoned and on fire near 59th Street uh, and Florence Streets in Philadelphia. Police are now leading the case uh, and Smith, who was last seen, uh, who who was the last uh, person seen with her, is now a person of interest. Crime scene investigators, homicide detectives, and an arson detection dog scoured Smith's, Smith's burnt-out car on Tuesday. An arson detection dog hit multiple times while sniffing for accelerants on Smith's car. Crime scene experts then turned their attention to a white Hyundai. Investigators say was allegedly rented by another one of Smith's girlfriends. Sources say it may have been used to transport Bryce's body. A carpet removed from the trunk of the damaged rental car drew attention, uh, drew close attention from detectives. It was wrapped up and carted away as investigators tried to preserve any blood, hairs, or DNA that might be on it and might be able to assist them in the investigation. Well, if you're talking circumstantial evidence, there's certainly a ton of it. Don't think he killed her and then burned the vehicle. Uh, And they're still looking for him, Kath? Uh, Yeah, so they think that he fled the area, so to say the FBI is also downloading the victim's phone, hoping for more evidence, but um, Smith, Smith is believed to have fled the area, according to police. Wow. Those, those arson dogs are amazing. Have you ever seen them go in and, and, and smell for Find the accelerants and stuff? Yeah. After all of that, everything that's burned and the just general noxious smell of, of a burned home or a burned car, and they can isolate it. Yeah. Uh, police were just saying, you know, I mean, listen, it, it, all of this, it's anytime horrible. something like this is yeah. horrible, but, you know, she had a four-year-old son and she was pregnant with a second boy. Like, it's yep. just just mm-hmm. terrible. 
Disney World will now allow guests to remove face masks outdoors when taking photos. Disney World in Florida is relaxing one of its COVID-19 rules slightly. The Orlando-based theme park says visitors will now be able to pose for photos outdoors uh, and with its cast members without wearing face coverings beginning on Thursday, April 8th. Previously, the park implemented a strict protocol around a face mask policy mandating that guests wear face masks at all times unless they were eating or drinking. There is a caveat, though. When someone wants to do that, they have to empty the rest of the park and then everyone and then come back in after the pictures. <laughs> Each time. Each time. Yep. Just <laughs> for safety. Uh, although the mask policy is loosening a bit for outdoor photos, guests will still have to wear masks when taking photos indoors. In sports this morning. <laughs> The Sixers, Flyers, and Phillies all had games last night. In Boston, the Sixers beat the Celtics in just his second game back after being sidelined by a bruised bone in his left knee. Joel Embiid scored 35 points, and the Sixers rolled to a 106-96 win. Danny Green added 17 points as the Sixers posted their third straight victory over the Celtics to sweep the season series for the first time since the 2001 season. The Sixers are off until Friday night when they'll travel to New Orleans to take on the Pelicans. At the ballpark, the Phillies lost for the first time this season, falling 8-4 to to the Mets. What the f*** is this? With Vince Velasquez pitching in relief, New York scored four times in the top of the seventh inning on their way to the win. The Phillies trailed by just a run after six innings, but saw the deficit swell to five runs after Velasquez making his season debut, walked four batters in the seventh. All four of those walks turned into runs, and the Mets built a 6-1 lead. The series wraps up this afternoon, and Aranola will get the start for the Phils while David Peterson pitches for the Mets. Game time is at 4.05. And across the street, the Flyers lost to the Boston Bruins. What the f*** is this? Brad Marchand scored a shorthanded goal, 8-21, into the third period to snap a 2-2 tie and lift uh, Boston to the win. After Marchand's goal, uh, Patrice Bergeron finished off a hat trick with an empty netter. Jeremy Swayman made 40 saves to win his NHL debut, while Carter Hart turned away 22 shots in the loss. The Flyers are back at it tomorrow night with the game on Long Island against the Islanders. The puck will drop at 7 o'clock. And that's what I have for you this morning. Hi, guys. Hi. Hi. Good morning Hi. and welcome to Wednesday. Uh, so, listen, we got a bunch of stuff planned for your morning, uh, of which includes some cash. We do have the Presidency Money Club Contest. That's going to happen two times awesome. this morning. Yep, 500 bucks. Why not stick that in your pocket this morning? But you got to play along to win, so make sure you don't miss that opportunity. And like I said, it's going to be at 8 and 10 a.m. today. Uh, and right before we do our first one at 8, we will go live on Fox Good Day today. Check in with those guys, see how they're doing. We also have a secret text word, a chance for you to win today. A digital download of Godzilla. Oh! And yes, you just uh, text the word secret to 39333, and you might win. We're, we're going to send you a text word. Uh, and you have to call in with that later on. We'll tell you when to do it. And then your designated caller. And then you win that. But we'll grab a random text as well. So the secret text word, get on that now. And as a guest, this is cool. We have uh, singer Amy Lee of Evanescence on the program. They have their new album, Bitter Truth, which is available now. And they are going to be talking about, or she, I should say, is going to be talking about a new live stream concert that's going to be taking place next month. So you were just commenting on, I mean, when you want to talk about a formidable rock voice. Yeah. 
Absolutely. I mean, that's top of the game. Haunting voice, yes. I would like yeah. to say. Oh, I like and, that word. Uh, yeah, she uh, she's, she's got a very... <laughs> odiferous uh, and exculpatory. <laughs> very much so. Yeah. And uh, you will enjoy the emanations of her... Of her emanations. Of her vaginations. <laughs> all right, took a turn. Okay, yeah. <laughs> well, it's we what just, we do. Listen, we're, we're rock critics and we, we know all the terms. We've been on that street for 21 years. <laughs> I don't know. Doesn't mean we have to keep going back. I think that's next point. So, we will... Hold on. We'll talk to Amy Lee around 9 o'clock this morning, which is uh, cool. Got a text here. It says, been out of work since pandemic started. Heading to my first shift back All this right! morning. And listening to my favorite morning show. Well, thank Oof. you, random texter, and congratulations, and welcome back to Hopefully Normal. And what's going on? 9 to 5. Yeah, love it. He probably woke up singing this this <laughs> yes. morning, you know? Just ready to go. Poured himself a cup of ambition. Yep. All right, so uh, to everyone who's headed back to work, well, welcome back to, you know, getting up before the sun gets up. But uh, we do it with you. We do have a little bit of daylight this breaking. We'll take a break. Come back in a second. I have a big, thick, juicy, John Holmes size entertainment report oh, for nice. you this morning. There's a lot of stuff. Nothing about penises, but anyway. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll cool. come back in a moment. Make sure you stay with us, all right? Like the Preston and Steve Show podcast? Check out MMR's other audio on demand at WMMR.com or on the MMR mobile app. The most hated jeweler in America makes it so easy to get engaged. Meet the beautiful, classy, and brilliant Krista. She's Stephen's most loved engagement ring and will dazzle. She takes the stress and guesswork out of finding the perfect ring. A bright white, high-quality, round, brilliant diamond in a classic solitaire setting. Meet Krista today, starting at under $700. Online at IHateStevenSinger.com or at the other corner of 8th and Walnut by appointment only. Free shipping and interest-free financing. It's so easy. Steven Singer Jewelers. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Those sinkholes getting close to your territory, Kathy? What? Those sinkholes getting close to your area? Yeah, I told you guys. We, My brother suggested years ago, he said this this area is yeah. uh, has so many sinkholes, has so yeah. many issues, that he he uh, suggested that we get sinkhole insurance on oh, our that's house. That's right. You mentioned and that. Yeah. Did. Oh, you have no idea how this closure on Chemical Road is affecting the, the area. Like, it's messed it's, up. I drove through there yesterday. Nuts. The whole yeah, road is closed. Dri- I haven't driven by there in a little while. I yeah. use it from time to time. So, like, so. I can, fortunately, I can get to Target. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. But if you're coming from the other side, if you're coming from Germantown, you can't access that um, Metroplex. So you've got to go around okay. onto Butler and then onto Ridge. Yeah. And it's just, I yeah. mean, it's completely backed up. It's backing up traffic on the Blue Route because the off-ramp is closed. And uh, it's just, yeah, it's nuts. When you leave okay. the Metroplex uh, near where we used to do Camp Out for Hunger, you can't make a left out of that part. Okay. Of the line. You know, when oh, you, you can't straight, anymore? No, no, yeah. Really? Like, yeah, that whole area, like getting around and then getting onto the turnpike huh. in 476. Yeah, it's all messed up. Well, that wow. sucks. Yeah. Okay. Have fun with that this morning, yeah, gang. Right. <laughs> uh, I am going to ask a super question. Going to give away a prize. We have an overnight stay and a $100 dining credit at Hard Rock Hotel and Casino Atlantic City. The question I have for you, how many toes do raccoons have on each of their paws? <laughs> 215-263-WMMR. They have the same number on the front and the back. How many toes do raccoons have on their paws? I love the little garbage eaters. 215-263-WMMR. Today is Wednesday, April 7th. We will begin with a birthday from a gentleman in our area, one of the most legendary mustaches ever, yes. John Oates. Yes, his birthday. Mustache has been long gone for a while now. Yeah, yeah, and one of the most iconic. And wasn't there a uh, wasn't there a band called John Oates's Mustache? Or there was something, <laughs> something like that. Or, or a. Uh, wasn't there an animated series? That's it. Yeah. And it was his mustache. Yeah. 
Yeah. What was the character? There was a cover recently done, Steve, that yes. you sent audio over, and I don't remember what it was. It was, it was Man, it was oh, it was man the, Eater. Yeah, and it was the, the Sasquatch. 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 Yeah. With That's, John Oates. With John Oates. That's in right. Video. I forgot about that. I love it. Uh, what a talent, man. Those yeah. two guys together. You know what I just listened to um, over last weekend? The uh, Big Bang, Big Bang Boom, right? Yes. That is a great album from beginning to end. And there are two, I think, John Oates songs he, that he exclusively wrote. Uh, but he's great. There's his Method of Modern Love on that one? Uh, yeah, I love yeah. that one. Yeah. Uh, so John Oates is 73 today. Happy birthday to you, sir. Uh, it's also Jackie Chan's birthday. Talk just, about a legend. I I just started watching, I, I, and I watched it a long time ago, but Jackie Chan did it. It's like a two-hour movie, him explaining all of his movie stunts and his Ooh. methodology for doing. You can find it on YouTube, Preston. It's okay. easy to find. But, oh, my God, what this guy has put out there for his craft. And yeah. I tell you what, all you got to do is watch the end of any of his movies and yeah, the yeah, outtakes yeah. from the stunts where they start having accidents. And you'll see him get flat-out injured in a few of yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he, it's, it's the real deal. Yeah. I mean, he's he's a badass. But I, I love, and they try to include it in most of his movies, <laughs> when he runs up a wall. Oh, yeah, yeah. A corner. <laughs> yeah. Go up to a corner and take three steps up. Yeah. And you're just like... I should be able to do that, right? But you can't. Yeah. I, should be able I can't to do even that. use regular steps. No. <laughs> exactly. Jackie Chan is 67 years old today. Uh, it is the great Francis Ford Coppola's oh. birthday today. Yes. We wouldn't have The Godfather without him. How how many times a year do you end up watching The Godfather? At least I, a couple. Yeah. At least a couple. I, I'm good for like 10. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so. Uh, <laughs> It's crazy, and yeah. Godfather too. Yeah. Um, I've built a relationship with uh, some of the people in his wine camp. You know, in that. Uh, How did that happen? Um, there's a, a girl locally that I knew years ago when we were kids. Actually, when I remember when I was uh, on the bus with Paris Hilton and Nicole Richie. Yes, and yeah. Life, the reality show. The the one of the other extras on the bus uh, now works for him, and okay. so uh, yeah. So I, I sort of I talked to one of the winemakers out in uh, California, and uh, anyway, we'll so, keep massaging that. Yeah, I know. So we were talking about him and I've asked a couple of times for interviews they say he doesn't really yeah. do too many interviews but you know they keep putting the ask in but they said he is super involved with the whole wine business and all of it like he'll sit down at meetings and, and he'll send them ideas and he's really involved when you next time you have anybody talk to him let them know that we enjoy his films that might turn <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I will. Yeah. Steve, yeah. I'll do that. Let him know that. Right. Um, Steve says. Besides, obviously, The Godfather, absolute yeah. masterpiece is the first two films. But I did. I was not aware that he had directed Peggy Sue Got Married. Yes. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's a cute movie. It is a cute movie. Yeah. Uh, obviously, Apocalypse Now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and you, what you need to do is watch the the redo, the redux, as they say, on the um, uh, the third Godfather movie, the the death of Michael Corleone. So they 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 uh, he did a re-edit on it, and they okay. took basically made the movie better. Yeah. Not not in the level of Godfather and Godfather Two. Yeah, I haven't it, decided if yeah. I want to give that a dance or not, but yeah. I I eventually probably will. Yeah, uh, don't go crazy for it, but if you have the opportunity, he's yeah. eighty two today. Uh, also turning a year older is Russell Crowe. Ah. Russell Crowe is fifty seven. What did I just see I was... some news about him? Oh. Did he... anybody see that um, the last blockbuster? Uh, it's a no, documentary. I did. Doug Benson's in yeah, it. Yeah, really good. And uh, Kevin Smith. But they, um, uh, John Oliver got all of this, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, Russell Crowe memorabilia uh, off the internet and sent it to one of the last blockbusters, which was in Alaska. And then that one closed. And then they transferred it to the actual last blockbuster, which is in Bend, Oregon. Uh, but it, like, hits his uh, leather um 
uh, uh, Jockstrap from Cinderella Man and like a, a wow. few things from uh, from his movie past. So, so it's actual memorabilia that uh, Russell Crowe wore. He's not in, in the same shape he was in Gladiator. He's not. His toga now is a maternity toga. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he wears a muumuu. <laughs> Uh, he, uh, I saw him, I think he's going to be in the Marvel Universe or something like that. There was something along those lines. Do you know what he was poised to be in, Preston? He was poised to be in that, the, the, the dark, oh, I'm sorry, it universe. was the greatest, the greatest beer run ever. That's what yes, it was. That's, that's it, yeah. not a Marvel movie. Well, no, he's, well, he's, in right. Thor, he's in Thor, Love and Thunder. Yeah, uh, then maybe that was it too. Okay. But, um, nonetheless, uh, Russell Crowe, 57 years old today. Uh, Tony Dorsett, I know. I know, I know. He's a 67 today. Oh. <laughs> former cowboy. Uh, Bill Bellamy. Oh. Uh, actor and comedian is 56. Uh, Tiki Barber. Okay, yeah. Which probably Rondé Barber's birthday as well. They're his, twins, that's right? his brother, yeah. Yeah, so he's 46 today. So, yeah, why wouldn't they throw his name on there, too? Did they really only put one name on yes. there? Yeah, this is a Tiki Barber. <laughs> Well, Rondé. Well, put the he, twin? Yeah. Yeah, uh, they're twins. Did Tiki win two Super Bowls? Was he on those two? He's more important. Yeah, yeah Rondé won one. Same as Tiki. Yeah. All right, so happy birthday. Everybody celebrating birthdays today. <laughs> All right, let's see if we can get an answer to the super question. How many toes <laughs> do raccoons have on their paws? 215-263-WMMR, the number, and I will go to Rich to see if Good he knows morning. the answer. Hey, Rich, how you doing, man? Living a dream. Yeah, wonderful, dude. Let's see if you can get the answer correct. How many toes does a raccoon have on its paw? Is it five? Yeah, you're hey! right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You look like little human hands. Yeah. Hang on, Rich. Got you an overnight stay and a $100 dining credit at Hard Rock Hotel and Casino Atlantic City. Hard Rock Hotel Casino. Ready for you to have good, clean fun with rooms, restaurants, and casino ready for your stay. You can book today at Hard Rock Hotel, AtlanticCity.com. Got a lot of stuff for you. And we're going to get the Kardashian crap out of the way right at the beginning here. Kim is now officially a billionaire. What? All right. Wow. Yeah. According yeah. to Forbes. So was, when this news broke yesterday, Preston, I'm thinking you have Kylie is a billionaire. They're they're all floating in the in the hundreds of millions of dollars range, except for maybe Courtney. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, you, they're doing something yeah. right. Oh yeah, the people are obsessed. I mean, yeah. they're money. They're a money machine. Uh, she and lawyer. She, of course, the reality star and lawyer in training is worth a billion dollars <laughs> now, up from seven hundred eighty million in October. Forbes reports that Kim. Borrowed from her sister Kylie Jenner's playbook, founding KKW Beauty in 2017 after Kylie's success with Kylie Cosmetics, of course. Uh, And the KKW Beauty skims cash, keeping up with the Kardashians, and endorsement deals ballooned her worth, according to Forbes. I wonder how much difference there is. Kathy, how much difference do you think there is, cosmetically speaking, between Kim Kardashian's line and Kylie's line? (laughs) I don't, right? you know, I'm not familiar with uh, Kim's. I, I know Kylie's, but uh, I don't know. What is she carrying? I mean, it might be general different. General cosmetics. Yeah, but it might be different products. Like, she has mustache those, wax? Those skims. That's what she's that's well, the that's, thing, yeah. yeah. But that's not, but that's, that's, not that's separate that's from KKW Beauty. That's separate from KKW Beauty. Okay. Uh, so, I'm going to look at her. So she has cosmetics, beauty products. I don't know why they make that delineation. And then there's the skims. Right. Yeah. So Kylie was famously dubbed Forbes's youngest billionaire in 2019. <laughs> but later the magazine claimed its own report was wrong and that Kylie's cosmetics uh, was significantly smaller and less profitable yeah, than the, the family has spent years leading the cosmetics industry and media outlets. 
uh, her revised net worth was nine hundred million dollars. <laughs> I mean, I'm looking at the site now, and it is it's lip kits, which right. Kylie also does. I mean, it looks different. Yeah. Uh, how different is it when you put it on exactly? Your lips? That's yeah, my question. I don't know. I, if you stop Similar and think about pricing it, pricing and all that. Right. So, so the the dad, you know, the 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 patriarch Kardashian, Robert Kardashian, yeah, was one of the wealthiest men in Hollywood as a lawyer. They have outlandishly eclipsed all mm-hmm. his earnings oh, yeah. and then some. I mean, so. I want to ask you about Kylie and and how she maybe feels inside versus what she, what she looks on the outside because you know and we've talked She's about pink this. On the inside. No, Steve, <laughs> they all are. And I don't want to, I don't want to be mean, but like okay. she was pretty plain looking. She and was. then she had a ton of who, work who done. Who was Kylie? Kylie? Oh, Kylie. Yeah. So she had a she ton was a, a complete, of work done. A completely fine looking average woman. Yeah. And then she's become this thing. Yeah. And so do it's you think thing. at a certain point, like, uh, like you really start to feel on the outside? How? I, because I just. Are I, you saying, does the outs, does the inside catch up with the outside once you do a, a, a revision on yourself? Or is she inside the same sort of normal regular? Because there has been a lot. We're looking at a side by side. Now, mind you, these are years apart. But structurally, she's a much different looking woman. Yeah, uh, I, I don't know. I, I if you do, you, any of you know? I don't know what you're asking. asking. I don't know. Can, please, can I, the outside inform the inside? Yes. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, you ever see uh, My Blue Heaven with Steve Martin? He mm-hmm. talks about dressing nice and how, like, if you present yourself well, it actually helps change. You know, when he's trying to change Rick Moranis's attitude towards right. life. I know this is a fictional portrayal, but he talks about um, dressing nicely and feeling better on the outside, and that actually helps propel you on the inside. So it's a good existential question. I, but with her, I think that she's so shallow and that it's so uh, cosmetically based that the answer is no. That I think I, that you're always searching for the next improvement. I think that can happen. I think a lot of times any person who is a uh, plastic surgeon or a cosmetic surgeon that's worth anything would have to tell someone that this isn't going to be the answer to all your issues. Right. Yeah. You got to go to therapy too. Yeah. <laughs> this just in, I'm going to order a uh, Kim a lip kit and I already have the Kylie lip kit and I'll let you guys know what All right, is. thank you. Fair enough. Make it feel like testing. That. All right, we're going to stay in the family here for a moment. Uh apparently Caitlyn Jenner is actively exploring a run for California governor. That's right. Axios reported yesterday uh, citing three sources uh, said to have direct knowledge. Uh, California current governor, Democratic uh, Gavin Newsom, is facing a recall election. And I'm the, the le- one woman with the balls to do this. <laughs> <laughs> that has to be. That's a bumper sticker. That right? is. That's a sign. You know what? From what I hear about Caitlin, she's got a sense of humor. And that the, might work. And the last time a governor in the state faced a recall in 2003, Governor uh, Gray Davis lost and uh, to another celebrity, Arnold Schwarzenegger, was elected governor. Like Schwarzenegger. Platform, right? yeah. That's everyone could agree on that. Yeah. Uh like Schwarzenegger, Jenner is, of course, a high profile Republican as well. So we'll see if it's true or not if she wants to go for it. But Steve, I'm, that I'm, campaign would, slogan is perfect. I'm the I'm the only woman with the balls to do it. Right? It's perfect. It's it's perfect. It's absolutely and perfect. she apparently is 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 funny and self deprecating. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Cheryl Underwood has opened up about the former, uh, the talk co-host Sharon Osbourne's exit from the show. Although Osbourne has publicly said that she reached out to Underwood to apologize for the on-air argument. 
Underwood says she hasn't heard from Osborne during her podcast, Cheryl Underwood Radio. Underwood even went through her phone history to confirm that she hadn't received any missed calls or messages from Osborne. But mm-hmm. Osborne responded by uh, leaking screenshots of text messages to Underwood to the Daily Mail. She said, I... N- I not only sent these messages to Cheryl, but I apologized to her in person in her dressing room. Why are you saying I never apologize, Cheryl? Why are you? Tr- what are you trying to do to me? Why are you trying to destroy my reputation? Just be honest and tell me. So in one screenshot dated March 12th, Osborne said, Cheryl, my heart is heavy and I'm deeply saddened by the events that transpired on Wednesday. I don't want to lose my true friend over this. I'm sorry for telling you to F off during break. <laughs> I'm sorry for accusing you of fake crying while we were live on air, and I'm sorry for losing my temper with you. And another message from March 15th reads, Hi, Cheryl. I know you're taking space, and I don't want to disrespect that. I'm just reaching out because I want you to know I'm thinking about you. If you are willing, we can talk before Wednesday, or can we talk before Wednesday? Big kiss. And a final note dated March 18th read, Cheryl, I'm thinking about you. Hope you are well. Sending my love. Somebody's lying. Yes. I, so I looked. At, I looked yeah. at the text. They're dated, and yeah. uh, you know, unless you're photoshopping the entire thing, right. or, it looks like she reached out multiple times, or she has somebody labeled Cheryl, and it's not actually Cheryl. It it's a is, robot. Well, no, I mean, you all you have to do is write the name. And well, it, it could Steve be saying she can make it up. You yeah, know, but mm. somebody, yeah. I don't know who. Yeah, whatever, man. Yeah, they can both go to I hell. Feel, I feel like. Uh, Osborne always has like something like this going on. Like, why is there always something when she's, she's she's when you make so that's her thing. She's outspoken, and so she's and, and so stuff like this. No, I know, up. but then she always like comes off as like, well, I I apologize. It, re- it wasn't me. I'm so sorry. There, I did text her. I'm sorry. I giggled during that, but Nick just pulled up a picture of Ozzy and an Easter Bunny costume <laughs> <laughs> that I've never seen before. It's on Sharon's Instagram account. Wow. Uh, All right, so anyhow, we're moving on. I have some other things. Uh, New allegations surrounding Joss Whedon's behavior on the reshoots of uh, Justice League. Yeah, this gets worse. Have come to light, including details about how the director clashed with star Gal Gadot. In a wide-ranging interview, The Hollywood Reporter, Justice League star Ray Fisher speaks in length for the first time about his various allegations against Whedon and Warner Brothers executives in charge. The piece also delves into several controversies on set after Whedon took over directing duties from Zack Snyder. While Fisher prompted an investigation at Warner Media after he claimed that Whedon was, quote, gross, abusive, unprofessional, and completely unacceptable, the profile claims that Godot also had several issues with Whedon. Uh, Whedon has not commented on Fisher's claims, but an unnamed source said that uh, Gal had concerns with the revised version of Justice League, including Issues about her character being more aggressive than her character in Wonder Woman. She, uh, The source said she wanted to make the character flow from one movie to the next. Other unnamed sources said the biggest clash between Whedon and Godot was when the director allegedly made the actress record lines that she didn't like and threatened to harm her career if she didn't comply. He also reportedly disparaged Wonder Woman director Patty Jenkins. A witness on the production reportedly said that Whedon was bragging that he had it out with Gal after one of the clashes. He told her, this is according to the witness, he told her he's the writer and she's going to shut up and say the lines and he can make her look incredibly stupid in this movie. So he knows how to talk to people. Yeah, right. And as a director, that is a good gift to have. Uh, an additional source said that uh, Godot and Jenkins went to battle against Whedon uh, and met with then-Warner chairman Kevin Sujahara about the ongoing issues. In a statement to The Hollywood Reporter, Godot had said, I have my issues with Whedon, and Warner Brothers handled it in a timely manner. 
She had previously said something similar when she opened up about her experience with Whedon in an L.A. Times interview in December. She said, I have my own experience with him, which wasn't the best one. But I took care of it there, and when it uh, th- I took care of it there, and when it happened, I took it to the higher ups, and they took care of it. But I'm happy for Ray to go up and say his truth. Uh, Jenkins, by the way, who returned to direct Wonder Woman two, previously spoke about how Whedon's Justice League contradicted her take on the character, and that quote, all of us DC directors tossed Whedon's movie out just as much as the fans did. They don't like him. Uh, both of Jenkins' movies received critical praise with the original outperforming Justice League months before its premiere. So, so there's so many weird dynamics here because have you seen the the full um, Zack Snyder? Almost. I'm almost okay. done with it. It so, is. I love it. Right. It's fantastic. Right. Yeah. You realize how much was shot oh, by Whedon that was not part of the original movie. Big stuff. Uh, big stuff. Yeah. Big, big stuff. Uh, I... As a director and as a writer, I love Joss Whedon's stuff. I mean, mm. he did the first Avengers movie. Absolutely. And so he is super talented. He's got a great But he's apparently an insufferable prick to work with. Yeah. And a number of people, and I think one of the biggest pro- sad points here, Ray Fisher is awesome and Cyborg is awesome in yes. the Snyder Cut. And I would love to see a movie yeah. and, and have that. So now they're pushing for the Snyderverse to continue. I hope so. As per the original vision. It just sounds like he... He doesn't like actors, maybe, it, which is weird for a director, And right? that's the antithesis of what you hear from Zack yeah, Snyder, where yeah. they adore working with him. Yeah, yeah. So we'll see if any more stories come out, but that is uh, the latest one. Uh, this is sad news. I might have some audio I asked Marista to send over. A name you probably don't know, a gentleman named Mark Elliott, uh, known for being the voice behind many Disney trailers for several decades, has died. He was 81 years old. If you have... Kids, and yes. he would put on the Disney videos. I've, I've kidnapped my share. He would, he, he'd be uh, coming soon on Disney video. Uh-huh. He's that guy. So, Marissa, did, did we send it? Yeah. So, here's, I have Marissa grab a couple of trailers just to remind you who this guy was, but he's been doing this for ages. Please stay tuned after the previews for a special behind the scenes look at an upcoming Disney animated entertainment event. Okay, okay, let's get this show on the road. Coming soon to home video. Man, you are one lucky bug. So here's, uh, that was uh, from a, a Bug's Life. Here's uh... From Walt Disney Pictures comes our 28th all-new animated feature film, The Little Mermaid. And for the very first time, we're going to an incredible world under the sea to meet Ariel, The Little Mermaid. These little snails, you know how to whale here. That's why it's hot. I'm not the one. And then uh, one more case, and this is just a reminder. Coming soon from Walt Disney Home Video. Walt Disney Pictures presents its all-new 30th full-length animated motion picture. Is anyone here? Mama, there's a girl in the castle. A girl. A girl. The classic story of beauty and the beast. Uh, he was. Uh, he had been doing this for, I think, since the <clears throat> 70s. He started in adult films. Yes. A lot of people don't know that he was a male. The most whimsical daisy chain you'll ever see. <laughs> There was a six there was, girls and nine guys. <laughs> <laughs> There's a, a great video from the goo keeps flying uh, from when they would do these uh, voiceover uh, award shows. Yeah. It's called Five Guys in a Limo, and it's uh, you know Don LaFontaine and all Another these way. super yeah. famous voiceover guys, and they're going around. They're picking them up one at a time in this limo, and each time they pick them up, the guys step in. You know, they come in with their big voices, and then they eventually pick up Mark. 
And he goes, hey, guys, how are you? He comes in with this real happy, <laughs> yeah. sweet delivery, and they like roll their eyes like, oh, my God, not this guy. <laughs> but he had, he had uh, and he just looked like a pleasant guy, but he had, a, 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 I think, a more uh, perfectly Disney-appropriate yes. delivery. And the word was he was he was a real sweetheart, too. He started off as, as a disc jockey at a local radio yeah. station in, in Cedar Rapids, Iowa, and, and then he started doing trailer voiceovers for Disney in 1977. Six jars of farts. Uh, he said his first job was to voice the trailer for the re-release of the 1950 film Cinderella. Uh. And his last gig with Disney was in 2001. He said, it's a wonderful touchstone for my career. Again, if that's the identity that I carry for me for the rest of my life, I wouldn't have it any other way. It'd be cool to have a, a an association like that with Disney. You assume you gain access, besides Shonda Rhimes, who had difficulty getting into. Right. Uh, right. But I mean, that... that being part of that family is is very cool. That is so much what I wanted to do. Disney I just, stuff. I, well, no, not Disney stuff. Yeah. Just voiceover stuff. Voiceover. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Trailer guy stuff. I don't have a big enough voice for that, but uh, I did it for a while. It was just too, too much to do it and do the the radio gig at the same time. But it's it's a lot of fun doing that stuff. So I don't know. Eighty one years old. The death of the um, this other gentleman, and you probably know him. Um, and I don't know if it made your deal. Paul Ritter. Did you see him? So the guy from um, Harry Potter. Yes. Yes. Uh, hang on here. Let me skip ahead in my pile here, and I will get you the information. Yeah. Um, he was also on Chernobyl. Chernobyl yes, great Steve. series. Uh, and Quantum of Solace. Harry Potter. Harry Potter and the Half Blood Prince. Uh, he had a brain tumor. He was 54. Um, and I don't really know much about him other than that. He played Edward, um, Warple. Is that it? Yeah. Edward Warple in Harry Potter and the Half-Blood Prince. That character ring a bell, Nick? No. Okay. Uh, so he was, uh, yeah, I don't know other than that. Then he passed away. He died peacefully at home. Uh, with his wife and sons by his side, but he had a brain tumor. He was so great in Chernobyl. That's sad news. Amazing series. Uh, let's see here. How about this? Meghan Markle and Prince Harry's first project with Netflix will focus on the Invictus Games. Uh, of course, the Paralympic-style competition for wounded soldiers and veterans. Uh, Harry had founded the organization in 2014. Uh, the pair will release the docuseries project through Archwell Productions, titled Heart of Invictus. It will follow athletes as they prepare the games uh, in uh, The Hogue, uh, set it for 2022. The Hague? The Hague? The Hague. What's yeah. The Hague? The World Court, is it not? It's a city in Belgium. Yeah. Or Belgium or the Netherlands? One of the Benelux countries. Okay. Yeah. And it's a, it's a city. Okay. Uh, We're very well informed. Why they call it The Hague? I never knew. Okay. Uh, Oscar-winning British director Orlando Von Enzeidel. It's like Cedric the Entertainer. Enzeidel. And uh, producer Joanna Nesta-Torrega have also signed on to that. You know, the second project is a TV project. series based on King Ralph Preston. Oh, yeah. well, they should do that. It was almost a documentary <laughs> in and of itself. There are countries that where, like, the the is really important, and then they drop the the. Like, it used to be the Ukraine. Right, and, yes. And now they and, prefer it just to be yeah. Ukraine. And then, and then uh, they got all uppity. The, the Netherlands. The Ivory Coast, and then they changed their name to Cote d'Ivoire. So for some reason, for some of these countries, the the is incredibly important. Like the Spain. The Spain, yeah. Wasn't there a band called the The? The, the. Yes, there yeah, was. That's what I thought. All right. <laughs> Let me see. <clears throat> oh, man. We are just a fountain of useful information. Oh, you guys are like this. Mythic Quest is going to make a special return with an all-new special episode ahead of season two and... Anthony Hopkins oh. will star. Dude, Rob is ridiculous. I, you know? Come on. We got to get in touch with him to talk about this. Anthony, Anthony Hopkins? Hopkins? Yes. Wow. He will star in the standalone titled 
Everlight. Uh, so I don't know what that's all about. It's going to be on Apple TV this month ahead of the May 7th official bow. So that's very cool. I mean, who all is he now? I mean, he's got on that show, it's got F. Murray Abraham, obviously uh, Danny DeVito, you know, he, Ryan Reynolds with the soccer team. Like, he just, he's so good at expanding his universe and in, yeah. in a non dickish way. Like, Rob is just a nice person yes. who's become incredibly successful. I was watching him actually talk about the acquisition of Danny DeVito in season two of. It's always sunny. He didn't want it. Danny DeVito didn't. He, no, Rob didn't. Rob want didn't. It. Want they it. they thought they were trying to foist. He was too big. FX that they were trying to like say, if we could have somebody who was identifiable that we could just attach, so that people say, let me check out this. You know, Danny DeVito's in this. Let me check it out. And he he's like, no, we we didn't want. And like he's saying to show you how stupid we are, mm-hmm. we didn't see how this could be a thing. And then he said, and then it just gelled so quickly, and they loved it immediately. And it just kind of was. They just kind of asked him, right? And, yes, and he, he said, yeah, just, yeah, sure, I'll yeah. Do <laughs> Insane man. But listen, good things happen to good people. Yeah, right. I like to hear about that, man. Um. Uh, okay, so here's good news. Uh, actor Henry Golding, uh, he was the, He's the great. Ma- male lead in Crazy Rich Asians. We uh, love it. Is a new dad. Uh, the 34 year old actor welcomed his first child with his wife, Liv Lowe. Liv. Uh, Golding shared the news on Instagram alongside a photo of himself and, with Lowe and the new baby. He said, This woman right here, beyond anything I could have ever imagined, your strength brought us the greatest joy. Thank you. I Thank love you. you. Yes. Yeah, so. Uh, he had uh, pictures with uh, herself, uh, him and herself at the hospital. Uh, Golding and Lowe married in August of 2016, announced in November that they were expecting their first child. <laughs> so good on Were they talking them. about a, a sequel to Crazy Rich Yes, Asians? they are. Okay. Oh, they're, actually even cool. talk, they're actually even talking about a, uh, a limited series. Oh, that'd be, um, yeah, that'd, you know, that'd like that'd a six cool. or eight part episode. It's, it's based on a book. It's based on actually a series of books. Okay. Uh, let's see here. All right. Uh, not content merely to conquer the film music world, composer Hans Zimmer has now turned his attention to cell phone ringtones. I love this. Smartphone maker Oppo has unveiled its latest, the Find X3 Pro, which offers two Zimmer-created ringtones and an orchestra of system sound. Two? The new sounds include two warm ringtones, a gentle alarm, and a phone activation sound, as well as a range of energizing text and notification alerts. We have our audio samples? We do. The intent, the company says, was for Zimmer's simple yet epic notes to inspire optimism and joy with every alert. So Zimmer's colorful future theme, from which the ringtones are derived, finds the Oscar and Grammy-winning composer in magical mystical mode mm. filled with chimes and gentle choral sounds all very mellow while building to an orchestral crescendo then a quiet finish so let's hear a little bit of what this is that's it no it's too quiet oh yeah here it is <laughs> blum, blum, blum. that's it that's pretty well, good that is uh, i like that it's stripped down yeah blum, blum, blum. <laughs> That's actually good. I mean, that's you need a composer to do something. Like Who is it? We should. We need to bring back our ringtones, and that's got to be one. Somebody's at the door. All right, now All the right, actual, here's the real one. Uh, yeah. is it, so. Now this is the whole thing. I don't know how they. That's going to come out of your phone. I don't know how they edited this down, but yeah, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> you're receiving a phone call. It is beautiful. Yeah. It's a little long. Oh, 
Now that yeah. needs to be a ringtone too, Steve. Yeah. Just you doing that. <laughs> One more time, please. Oh, you're no, 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 I know it has to be a ringtone. Yeah. <laughs> I would love to have that as my text yeah. message shown. Yeah. You know, it, uh, it's funny you should bring this up, Preston, because I was watching a show the other day, and they had one of the first iPhone ringtones. Okay. I'm like, it sounded nostalgic to me. Mm. It's like, you know, when they come out and they realize... Right, right, yeah, yeah. You want to go find some old tones? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's kind I of would like to hear some yeah. of those. All right, so anyhow... Uh, <laughs> yeah! You have a message. You. I'm sorry, I have to take this. Yeah. <laughs> In an Oppo-created promotional video, Zimmer says, To me, everything is a story. Ultimately, it always ends up being about how do we get closer. He said, I hear colors. I want the ringtone to be a door. I can read farts. (laughs) I want the ringtone to be a door that says there's the possibility to feel something. Our world... Our whole world changed because of the pandemic, and in a very fundamental way, the idea of physical contact has disappeared. I felt somehow it was my duty as a musician to figure out how to replace a little bit of that spirit that comes from one heart over to the other heart. (laughs) And the only way you can do uh, music is by connecting tones, and those notes connect to musicians, and musicians connect to an audience, and suddenly you have a form of communication that you've never had before. Where's that sound coming from exactly i mean this does sound great and if you're in the middle of a conversation you could like dramatically you know pardon me i have to take this phone call this is the pizza place (laughs) (laughs) i'm very sorry (laughs) i have to take this call (laughs) it is manny's pizza parlor Uh, it, again, I wonder. Needless to say, they can't include that entire piece in your ring tone. So, so I wonder what part of it exactly is the part that's being used. By the way, Nick pulled up the fact that he has two hundred and twenty-one credits as a composer. He's one of my favorite composers. Everything yeah, from uh, Castaway, Thelma and Louise, Backdraft, uh, Gladiator, the the Dark Knight trilogy, The Lion King, Man of Steel. Uh, yeah, uh, just tons and tons, like uh, almost everything. Do yeah. you know what? There's a, one of his pieces for Gladiator is one of my favorite. Uh, it's just one of the great that dun 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 when they in in the opening of the movie when they are taking on the Germanic. It's been so long since I've seen it. Yeah. I have to hear it. So, but it's but, really uh, it's just one of those like you hear it. Tension it's just, builder. Oh, it's completely rousing and wow. yeah, it's a it's a great battle theme. Uh oh oh, so we now have a fresh ringtone up. Oh. And it is this. Blom, blam, blam. <laughs> if you want that for some reason, right. you can go to WPrestonandSteve.com. Okay, you can go to PrestonandSteve.com, and then you'll have this. Blom, blam, blam. And that was showing, that was, the explanation is that was someone showing the guitar riffs, right? That Wayne's, was Wayne's um, World. Wayne's World. Yeah. In, <laughs> it was supposed to be Stairway blom, to Heaven. Blam, blam. <laughs> I still have my my ringtone is uh, is bing dar do 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 That's a good one too. Is Pierre? Yeah. I love it. It's it's never gotten old. And then my text messages are yay. I love that. Uh, I've had that on there for ever. It's maybe it's time to upgrade to a blar bling yeah. blar. Yeah. Well, we've got and we have to do the yoo hoo as well. That's mm. got to be one. <laughs> yes. 
All right, another time. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna do clips now. Clips. All right. Uh, in the new series Kung Fu, a young woman drops out of college and goes on a life changing journey to a monastery in China to learn the martial art. Is this a reboot of this? That is a reboot of wow. Kung Fu. It's on the CW, except obviously Kwai Chang Kane has been replaced by a young girl. In this clip, star Olivia Lang explains her feelings about Kung Fu. Here we go. Not that I've learned all of it, but now that I am learning it, I have so much respect for these athletes slash artists because it is the hardest thing I've ever put my body through. It is a dance. It is a sport. It is so much strength, but also so much, like, grace in in one thing. It's insane. Uh, it premieres tonight at 8 on the CW, by the way. If you've ever seen, I, I love watching real, like, Shaolin monks, you know, doing the, uh, because it is, it's it's ballet and mm-hmm. martial arts. Very yeah, cool. it's cool. All right, here is the next clip. A crew of astronauts on a mission to colonize a distant planet descends into paranoia and madness in a new movie called Voyagers. And here star Lily Rose Depp. Lily. Uh, discusses what she sees as a young actress on set. The kind of magical thing about this profession is that, you know, everything is a learning experience. Like, you can learn from everyone, and not even just your director and your co- and your co-stars. You can learn from, like, everybody on the crew in, in watching the way that they approach their job and the way that they do what they do. And, like, you know, every every moving piece to the puzzle is, is necessary in creating, uh, you know, what we end up seeing on screen. I don't give a f- Voyagers hits theaters this Friday. Has anybody heard anything about this? No, I've just read a couple of things, and I don't know anything about, uh, you know, reaction to it or along those lines. I'm um, now at the state where there, and I'm really on top of a lot of this, but there's so much coming out that that uh, things will elude me that I said to myself, oh, I want to watch that, I want to watch that. And uh, it's, you you can't, it's just too much. Stop it. Uh, and there you go. That's your entertainment report for the morning. A few things going on. Secret text word. Chance for you to win a uh, digital download of Godzilla. Text word secret 39333. We got money to give away the presidency money clip. 8 o'clock, your first shot. Second time with us, 10 a.m. And it's going to be every other hour up until 8 p.m. So seven chances for you to win today. Uh, we'll go live on Fox Good Day. And we also have Amy Lee of Evanescence yeah. chatting with us around 9. We'll be back in just a moment. Make sure you stay with us. Sarah gets you caught up on Weezer, Royal Blood, and Bonnaroo. Plus, a look at Angus Young and 19 other short kings in rock history. And a handwritten note from a 15-year-old Dave Grohl. It's the internet right in the feels. We're going to go on uh, Fox Good Day about 7.55 or so. That's on the way. But in the meantime, we got some things to talk about. Steve sent me this article. Interesting story about a guy, TikTok, uh, somebody posted on TikTok about his horrifying food mistake. And I'll give you a setup on this. And I'm curious if anybody has not made this exact mistake before, but maybe something similar. And I love this guy's uh, screen name, by the way. It's uh, PB and Johnny. (laughs) Uh, So his now viral TikTok video uh, tells the story. So the incident took place when he was in college. At the time, he was working as a bartender at a restaurant, and the chefs would often leave the staff uh, bowls of extra food, and you could just kind of have at it. This is leftover. Go ahead. Sure, yeah. You can eat it. So one week, PB and Johnny 
uh, started taking home bowls oh, no. of a delicious soup, oh. uh, which he ate multiple times a day. Uh, as it turned out, the soup was not soup. I, I think I'm not going to be able to handle this. Uh, no. I, I don't know. It's not, it's not that bad. It's, but it's, it's nothing gross. It's yeah. edible, and it's it's okay. real food, but it, it's just interesting. So he said, I was obsessed uh, of the mysterious snack. He oh, continued no. by saying that despite his love for the soup, he eventually started to get really sick. <laughs> a few days later, he returned to work and attended a staff meeting. And at the meeting, the oh, managers no. asked if anyone knew... Why several containers of hollandaise sauce had gone missing from the kitchen. Oh, my God. He was just eating hollandaise sauce. It is basically the richest thing on the planet that you can eat. Oh, my God. He was eating it as soup. As soup. Oh, dear God. And that's when he realized his mistake. He says, so it turns out I was consuming bowl after bowl after bowl. Of straight up hollandaise <laughs> oh, sauce. Now, mind you, it tastes which is good. About as it's oh my god, yeah, it's so good. It's, it's about as calorically <laughs> high <laughs> as you can get. It's egg yolks and butter <laughs> and a little bit of lemon, and that's it, man. So it's it's, it's essentially oh god, mayonnaise, but instead of oil, it's butter. <laughs> that's terrible. Instead of egg white, it's, it's one of the best parts of eggs Benedict, right? Uh, yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. Sometimes you can get it on steaks. Well, it's Bernays sauce. But yeah. But imagine both like similar. sitting down and eating a bowl of like barbecue sauce. Yeah. That's basically yes. what right. he's doing. So I want to say, hang on. <laughs> Nick's about to. Uh, uh-huh. Go, go figure. <laughs> Nick's got a story. I would like to hear if you have done anything similar. Either uh-huh. we're, we're eating something you thought was something else. <laughs> Or you just, you ate so much of this stuff that eventually it made you sick. So because other TikTokers were were jumping in with their stories, a guy said, "Oh my God, I actually did the same thing when my grandmother made gravy." <laughs> and then another one says, "I recently did this. I thought it was the best beer cheese soup I'd ever had. <laughs> Hollandaise sauce." It's two one five two six three W and the more the number. It's not a story. I'm just saying. Okay. I could do that because <laughs> I, there's something appealing about it, and I've mentioned this many times. But the the honey mustard sauce that they serve at the Wells Fargo Center, <laughs> to me, that could be a soup. Like I, I would drink oh. it. Like I maybe might need to like put croutons in there or pretzel nuggets and that. But that to me is a disgusting meal, but a meal nonetheless. I could see with hollandaise thinking, depending on how if you warmed it up and it's and, gross. And, I mean, but, the, but doable. The honey mustard at the Wells Fargo it's Center. It, it, number one, it is fantastic, but it, it's not. A standard mustard consistency. It's a little bit watery. Right. It is. Yes. So therefore, Soupy. it has more of a. <laughs> I've had. Soup-like I, if you've ever had split pea soup, you've had creamy soup. That's I yes. and I love split pea soup. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. All right. So we used to make our own <laughs> banana ice cream. Okay, and it was it wasn't really ice cream. It was frozen bananas. You put it in the blender. You add like just a splash of either like water or milk, and then you threw in a couple of walnuts. So the main ingredient was banana. Mm-hmm. So it was like a quote right. healthier but we called it ice cream because it was frozen bananas yes, right yeah. so i one time made it and i i made like a normal size bowl like that you would have of of ice cream and after i ate it i was like i think i just ate like four bananas <laughs> because that's what was, yeah. and it actually i st- my stomach started to start, and i'm like you just ate all these but like could you imagine sitting down and taking four bananas and eating them and i think that what that's what it was it was about four bananas and it, yeah it made me sick i'll tell you one thing that i did as a kid and i remember clearly and i had to, my mother finally said what are you doing um going into the cabinet baker's chocolate i'm like oh yeah, oh, yeah sure i'm like 
There's ah, a dessert. I freaking love chocolate. <laughs> and I'm eating it. I'm like, I'm going. Oh. Where's the sugar? <laughs> but I knew it was chocolate. So I, I remember even like convincing myself, like, well, this is still chocolate. <laughs> right, right. And, and, and like yeah, I polished off like an entire bar of Baker's mm-hmm. chocolate waiting for the sweetness to come. Mm-hmm. And it never did. I just remembered one. So uh, when you're a server at, at a restaurant, you often will bring, a, bring out the dessert tray, right? And sometimes those dessert trays are actual desserts. Sometimes they are plastic representations oh, no. of the desserts. <laughs> oh, no. And sometimes. Did you eat a plastic? cake. Nope, nope. Um, sometimes the ice cream is presented as something that is not ice cream, but in fact butter. butter. Oh. And the butter is kept in the freezer uh-huh. to make, and it's made to look like ice cream. Uh-huh. And so at the end of the shift one time I was like, oh, the ice cream's available. It's just sitting here in the freezer. Nobody ordered it today. Here's my dessert. And so I dug my spoon in and put an entire spoonful of butter into my mouth thinking that it was ice cream. Uh, there's that scene in uh, Notting Hill, Spike, his roommate. Yes. He's in he's going, there's something wrong with this yogurt. <laughs> like, it's mayonnaise. And he's like, oh, okay. And he just keeps <laughs> on eating going. it. Yeah. Uh, let me go to uh, James, speaking of mayonnaise. Hey, James, good morning. Morning. How are you guys doing? Good. What's up, buddy? Nothing. Uh, when I was a kid, I was in elementary school, probably in first or second grade, and uh, I had this uh, muffin, and I saw this packet of vanilla icing, grabbed it, lathered it up all over the muffin. One of my buddies looks at me and he goes, you eat mayo on your muffin? Oh, man. Like, oh no, dude, you're kidding me. And I look at the package, just right there, mayo. Never ate mayo again. For oh, uh, did, now, did you... Did you try it or? Oh, I ate the whole muffin. Oh my god. god! It's a muffin. You can't you lose a muffin. muffin. You guys don't eat your muffins with mayo. Like... Yeah. Wow, that's messed up. All right, thanks, man. Appreciate yeah, it. Thank you, guys. Uh, I like this one. I'll go to Chris. Hi, Chris. Good morning. Hi, Gadzooks, guys. Hey, Gadzooks, buddy. What's up? Uh, my my family goes to a cabin up in Canada to go fishing every year, mm-hmm. and it's owned by my grandparents. So. My grandmother had a big jar of uh, hummingbird food, which is essentially water and white sugar. Yeah. Yeah, sugar and, water. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what attracts them, yeah. My dad and I spent the whole week drinking this stuff, thinking <laughs> that it was this weird-tasting juice that my grandmother was <laughs> You were drinking yeah. hummingbird yeah. juice? <laughs> my family. Grandma's my, my juice. Mom, my mom and sister wouldn't drink it. They said it was disgusting, and we thought we were being tough or something. I don't know. We, so That's... we drank it the whole week. And uh, my grandmother told us, or she called when we got back and was like, you know, where's the where's the hummingbird juice? You guys went through a whole jar of hummingbird, you know, uh, food in, in a week. How did that happen? And we were like, what hummingbird food? Oh, my God. That's, that's when we realized we were just drinking sugar water. For that's great, Chris. Your grandmother that's must great. have thought you had some big-ass nice. hummingbirds come by during the week. I wonder if it's just simple syrup. But they use, use it's just sugar water, right? A lot of uh, cocktails and things. Yeah. yeah. Uh, let's go to Ed. <laughs> hey, Ed, you're on. What's up, man? Hey, what's going on, guys? Yo, bud. Want to hear your story. All right. So uh, I used to work at a restaurant up in Yardley, and uh, we had a cold gazpacho soup going on that night. And I went in the fridge to go get some more, and I ended up grabbing a bucket of Caesar dressing out of the fridge. <laughs> <laughs> and so I ended up serving maybe like, uh, you know, the big carafe that you serve the soup out of? Maybe like four or five of those that night. <laughs> oh, God. Wait, Ed, what restaurant was it? I'm sorry? What restaurant was it? It was uh, the Yardley Inn. Oh, yeah, so like a nice restaurant. Okay. So so people were eating 
Caesar the were raving about it. They were raving about it. He brings up a great point. Wow. And Nick, you, people, you, people were like drinking it. They were dipping their bread into it. Of course. And to that point, and to Nick's point, Thanks, uh, in a restaurant, you know, you used to see at home, you have labels that it, yeah. there's something on it. But in a restaurant, a lot of times, oh, it's, it's just sort of a, a generic tub. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 This must or, be a gazpacho. Or if it's brought to you, <laughs> you, you you're them. under the belief yeah. that this is their version. Yeah. Some restaurants put their own little twist on a dish. <laughs> this is their version of gazpacho. Of the way they do gazpacho is so <laughs> oh. good. Mm. Let me go uh, to Patty. Hi, Patty. Good morning. Hi, is this Patty? Hi. Hi. Yeah. Good morning. Sorry. No, it's okay. What's up, Patty? Um, so my story is me and my boyfriend were making chocolate chip cookies, and he accidentally grabbed the peppercorn, a bag of peppercorns, and put that in the chocolate chip cookies. <laughs> Instead of chocolate chips? Yes. So as soon as he took the first bite, where he was like, "Oh my god!" You know, I thought something was terribly wrong. It was terribly wrong. There was something terribly wrong. So peppercorns would would be on the small side for chips, but I could see you thinking, I could see you thinking they were like maybe the mini chips, mini chips. He he basically lives out of his truck, so he has every you could you could stay there for a month and eaten whatever so he grabbed the peppercorn uh, like an unmarked bag out of his truck but then what we did was we remade the chocolate chip cookies with regular chocolate chip cookies Mm -hmm. and then we wound up putting two plates on the kitchen table one said eat these and the other one said do not eat these so on the peppercorns we actually put do not eat these so my kids are all in their 20s and well, yeah, they're going to eat the do not eat the ones. Yeah. Oh, they uh, each one, and it took my one son a couple days. He, <laughs> you know, we did it all separately. Yeah. And he, and it was just eating him alive because at first they're like, "Are there pot in them?" Uh, <laughs> yeah, your parents are no. spiking your cookies with pot. Hey, Patty, have some fun sometime. Make some with birdshot and see what happens. <laughs> wow, that's great. Yeah. Uh, that's that, yeah. now. Did you try one, Patty? Um, I took a li- I took one little tiny bite. It was horrible. Oh, of course. Yeah. Wow. Those you're supposed to grind that up. Yeah. Exactly. Thanks, Patty. Well, when my oh, when my on. boyfriend took the bite, I thought he broke a tooth or something because he was like, <laughs> "Oh my!" He knew exactly what happened. <laughs> he took the bite. I love it. All right. Uh, thank you. So good. Appreciate it. Uh, we'll go over to Amanda. Good morning, Amanda. Good morning. Hey, what's up? Not much. <laughs> All right. What's your story here, Amanda? Amanda, you there? Sorry, uh-huh. my phone went in and out service. Sorry. Oh, no problem. So when I was younger, I heard this story growing up. My uncle uh, came home after being out of a night of drinking, and my grandmother had made homemade brown gravy. Mm-hmm. He went into the fridge and thought it was chocolate pudding and took a whole handful <laughs> of brown <laughs> gravy <laughs> and started cursing out the whole house. And from the whole my house. mom. Yeah, Yes. Everybody was sleeping. It woke up my mom, my grandmother, my grandfather, oh my, my aunt, and I, my other uncle. I can well, see not this. not that bad. It wasn't like it was unedible yeah, or anything yeah, like that. <laughs> yeah. He my, had been my drinking. Mother, so Carvel's ice cream used to, we used to, my mother used to save the, the tubs, mm-hmm. and she would put gravy in that. Oh, she made yeah. gravy ahead of time. 
And uh, the same thing, I mean, brown gravy yeah. can look like pudding, yeah. you know, and, and especially when it's in a more dense state. Yeah. And I remember almost making that same mistake. Yeah, my mom came home from Daily Mass, and uh, so Mass is at 6.45, so she's home probably about 7.45. Yeah. She walks into the kitchen, my dad's at the kitchen table, <laughs> drinking a twisted tea. Oh, you mentioned this. And he's working on his homily, right? So my dad was a, was a, a, a pastor. Not a pastor, Jesus, a, de- a yeah. deacon. Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> he was a Jesus deacon. God damn it, he was a <laughs> But he was working on his homily. And my mom's like, David, what are you doing? What are you drinking? He had no idea that Twisted Get off my back. <laughs> no Twisted Tea had alcohol in it. Here's a bunch of texts coming in that says, one time my dad put cumin in pancakes. He thought oh. it was cinnamon. Oh, my God. <laughs> and the same day at a different house, my brother did the same thing, it says. All right. Uh, another one says, I worked at a restaurant years ago. My first week there, I was told to make fried onions. Instead of adding paprika, I added cayenne pepper. Oh. <laughs> Wow. Oh, my God. Uh, this one says, I used to work at Olive Garden. I would drink the Alfredo sauce at the end of the night. <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, I could Ew. say that. That's, <laughs> let's not good. judge. Uh, Dip some chicken in there. Let me go to, hang on, we have a bunch of these. Oh, I like this one. Uh, hi, Danielle. Good morning to you. Good morning, Gadzooks. Gadzooks, Danielle. All right, tell us, please. Uh- this is actually really embarrassing. <laughs> uh, I went over a friend's, and we were getting ready to have dinner over there, but they put out a few appetizers, and I happened to open the fridge and see what I thought was a bowl of guacamole. So I get the chips, I sit down, I get a big scoopful, and I'm chewing, and it tastes sweet. And I'm thinking, what the hell did they put in their guacamole? It ended up being a face mask that their daughter made with <laughs> Avocado and sugar and who knows what else. She had made a face mask that is like oh to apply God. to her face for, for for her her skin. Oh my! God. And it was like they're <laughs> eating it. Was yes, and I, I mean, luckily I only had one bite. But let me tell you, that bite was it. It was guacamole. You got to get a good mouthful. <laughs> was there anything inedible in it, Danielle? No, no. All right, good. All refrigerator ingredients. All right, like, okay. right next. To the bowl of guacamole because they told me they had guacamole. Well, that's they're just setting you up at that point. Yeah, no, oh you can't God. do that. Uh, All right. So I no longer trust uh, homemade guacamole unless I make it myself. <laughs> All right, thanks, Danielle. And speaking Have of setups, day. I've told you guys how my friends in college drank piss thinking it was Boone's Farm. Yes. Yeah, yeah, you, you put it in you, the fridge. People kept stealing it and they they peed in the bottles and put it in the fridge and they that was stole the drink. Yeah, yeah, I love that. Oh. And the best part, I mean, because it's like straight. At SNL, yeah, yeah. where there's like, this isn't Boone's Farm. It isn't. Let me taste it. <laughs> no, I don't think this is. No, man, this isn't Boone's Farm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, let me go next to Ed. Hey, Ed, good morning, Ed. Hey, good morning. First time caller. Hey. Oh, welcome, Ed. What's your story, bud? So, uh, probably like last year, one of my old managers at my job, uh, we empty out an ice cream machine every night, uh, Villanova. And we save it so when we put it in the next day, you know, it doesn't get, like, old or anything. Well, on Saturday nights, we do prime rib, and we make a horseradish cream sauce that looks like vanilla. As you can imagine, when my manager was making the ice cream, no one realized they mixed the vanilla ice cream and the horseradish cream sauce into the ice cream. Oh, (laughs) my God. I. Okay. Can you imagine? I've heard a lot of strange um, combos. Ice cream, you know, flavors, but horseradish. (laughs) That is gnarly. Did anybody, did they, did someone taste it and that's how you found out? So I'm a little adventurous. <laughs> I had to try a little sample. 
one of the worst things I've ever had. <laughs> of course, of course. Wow. Yeah, that's nasty. <laughs> All right, thanks, man. Uh, I will go over to uh, Mario. Yo, Mario, you're on the air. Good morning. Delco. Yeah. yeah. All right, bud. Delco. What's up, dude? All right, so check it out. Uh, when I was a little bit younger, um, I was, you know, out all day with my friends, and I came home around dinner time. I was a little late, and uh, I ate dinner, and then I look up on the counter, and I see this small little cup of what I thought was vanilla pudding. Um, <laughs> so only to find out, I was like, oh, sweet, mom made pudding. I grab it. I go to just bang it back like a shot, and as soon as it touched my mouth, I realized it was, like lemon dishwashing detergent. Oh, oh my god! Oh. So my mom had taken the dishwashing detergent jug, flipped it upside down into this cup to get all the little bits out of the yep. bottom because yep. we were a cheap family. Yep. And, and next thing you know, I'm like thinking I got chemical burns inside my mouth. Jesus! Oh wow, man! Did you, did you throw up? Not, no, I didn't puke, man. It was like as soon as it hit my tongue and mouth, I like knew immediately oh. and started spitting it out and. I, like, was rinsing my mouth out. I looked at my mom, and I'm like, can we not do this anymore? (laughs) You're damn lucky you didn't swallow that, man. No, for sure, but I'm lucky that they make it so chemical that they don't even. Yeah, 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 you know immediately. Yeah, thanks, Mario. Appreciate it, man. Hey, love you guys. Bye. Uh, We will go over to, I think I've almost done something like this before. Hey, Kelly, good morning. Hi. Uh, Hey, Big Hey, what? Hey, what? <laughs> Kelly, sorry, you broke up on the hey bitches, but all right, what's your story, Kel? Um, so when I was younger, like three or four, you know, and you would get um, strep throat as a kid, you would get the amoxicillin, and it was the pink liquid, and you had to keep it in the refrigerator, yep. and my mom always keep it, and so I loved it because it tasted like bubble gum. Yeah. So I broke into the fridge one morning, and I drank the entire bottle. Oh, my God. Of yeah, yeah, my buddy's daughter did that, and luckily it's not. Um, yeah, what happened? It won't kill you. No, they just took me to the hospital because they freaked out, you know. It was like 87. So the doctors were Jesus. like, uh, pump her stomach. We can give her Ipecac. So I think they gave me the Ipecac to make me throw up. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking oh, of that, but yeah. Casey, uh, mm-hmm. your wife, Diane, um, she gave a whole bunch of samples of, 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 of toothpaste. And, we, and so in my cabinet, you know, I we... My wife and I maintain our separate toothpaste and things of that nature. Right. And so we we ran out of it. And there was the one remaining was this toothpaste for kids that tastes like bubble gum. Oh. This is the best tasting. You want to swallow it, right? <laughs> it's the best tasting toothpaste Dude. I've ever had in my life. When you start using that, you're like... I, I may not want to change. Uh, no, but it tastes so yeah. good. It's not. I don't think it's actually cleaning anything at that point. No, I think it's when you brush, and not to go on a side topic yeah. here, when you brush your teeth consistently with one product right. and then you switch to another one. Yeah. Because we were always Colgate growing up, right? Yeah. But then I had Aquafresh, and I was like, this stuff is amazing. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, here's some text coming in. A uh, guy at my wedding took a big scoop of mashed potatoes, <laughs> except it was horseradish for the carving station. Oh, we man. got a few texts. Not mashed potatoes. Yeah, I'm doing that. <clears throat> yeah, there's some things that look like they are something else. Well, uh, the the Crisco mistake has been made uh, many times where someone thinks either that it's ice cream or pudding. Yeah. Here's one that says, uh, when Wendy's had the salad bar, my cousins and I loved having the pudding for dessert. We all went up together and got her pudding, and my cousin came back with a bowl of blue cheese and didn't understand why it didn't taste like vanilla pudding. Said it was amazing. Wow. 
Uh, let's see. All right, yeah, this guy's been on hold for a while. I'll go to Jonas. Hey, Jonas. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, you're breaking up. Oh, uh, can you hear me? Yes. yes. What's up, right, buddy? So I was in uh, in high school, and my friend and I had been doing something that makes you very hungry. And <laughs> you were working out. We're we're, uh, we're hanging out at my house, and I notice he's eating an Oreo, but we don't have Oreos. <laughs> So I'm thinking, you know, we do have a dog, and my mom gets very creative treats, and he was just tucking into a dog Oreo like there was no tomorrow. <laughs> oh, that's great. Nasty. Oh, boy. Wow. Yeah. All right, thanks, Jonas. Uh, there's a number of calls we have to break, though, because we're going live on Fox Good Day, and then right after that we have to do the uh, presidency money clip, so it's on the way. But a lot of good calls. A gal thought that uh, her, da- her daughter ate a half bag of bird food, thinking it was a snack. Uh, somebody accidentally ate Christmas ornaments, thinking they were sugar cookies. Another woman, her sister-in-law, drank clam broth. She thought that was iced tea. Oh, so this is a pretty common thing that happens, but an interesting TikTok video about a guy thought he was eating soup that was left over at the restaurant that he worked out for days. They were leaving this out for the employees to take if they wanted to. He was taking home and eating straight-up hollandaise sauce for days and eventually ended up getting sick and the whole deal. He had no idea, but he thought it was the tastiest soup he ever had. It's hilarious. Thank you for your stories. We appreciate it. We got to take a break. We'll come back in a second. Going on TV, giving away money, bizarre file, these things. Stick around for them. We'll be right back. Hear new music from Wolfgang Van Halen and Dirty Honey. Plus, Corey Taylor's op-ed on his upcoming tour. And see where Dark Side of the Moon lands on a list of impressive historical streaks. Click Contests for your shot at $500. Part of T-Mobile 5G Fridays. Coverage and speed. Who says you can't have it all? T-Mobile. Are you with us? WMMR.com In about 30 seconds or so. We are going to go live on Fox Good Day, so I'll tell you what, we'll hang on to the traffic report for just a moment. And then shortly after we do uh, talk to the gang, we have your chance to win some money. It'll be your first shot at $500, and it happens seven times today alone, and that is the presidency money clip. So make sure you stay with us for it because we give you a special word, tell you how to enter it. You might win that money, $500. You might even win $10,000. Hey, Hi. Morning, guys. Uh, so I suppose you all communicate there at uh, MMR uh, through emails and stuff like that. Do you use emojis like a thumbs up or whatever in like a like an email? To so, so in professional correspondence, are you using emojis? Yes. Right? Okay. I didn't even know you yeah. could do that. I think that our oh, yeah. email automatically corrects if you put in like a. A smiley face, like a colon and then a parentheses, it yeah. actually automatically right. turns it into it an emoji smiley does? face, which I find to be annoying. And I, I don't want professional correspondences to have a, a, a smiley face in it like Do that. Do you use a colon and a parentheses often? I actually use an actual photograph of a colon. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, and yeah. yeah, so which I know is unprofessional, but right. no, it's, it's sphincter, yeah, yeah, sphincter is sphincter's like thumbs up, and man, but I'll, I'll, I'll tell you this, <laughs> uh, it, it is something that that I think is can lack professionalism if you're going overboard with your emojis. I think like a smiley face or a thumbs up is okay, but a lot of people just like to communicate in rows of emojis. I don't. No, I yeah, I, I don't think it. I don't think it belongs in in the work.
workplace, and I, I can't look. I'm, I'm. They're hieroglyphics to me. Yeah, I, yeah. I, Most of the stuff I can't figure out what you're trying to tell me. Anyway, look, I'm old. Whatever. I, I just get yeah. off my lawn. Yeah, please get off my lawn. When uh, I sent you the eggplant yesterday, you didn't respond. <laughs> I didn't feel like having parmesan. Um, but uh, yeah, so in at work, no, and unless. The uh, the person that is a department head initiates that type of thing first, then maybe. That's a good point. Or you know, if you but... have an informal, a, a more comfortable relationship with a coworker, you can do that. But I, I don't think that's the way you communicate with superiors at work or like your you know your your direct boss or something, right? Yeah. I don't know any bo- our bosses don't send emojis. I mean, no, but I I uh, sheesh. You send you the do? what's the one where <laughs> your it's your face as the. Um, what do they call when it's your face they put on? Yes. Yeah, bit emoji. Uh, Mike, do you send bit emojis to your boss? Well, I got to stop. I I do. Do you send, (laughs) Mike, do you send below the belt shots to people randomly at work? Oh, my gosh. It was one time. (laughs) (laughs) And the guy's name was Richard. So there you go. (laughs) I just love when you get those bit emojis, but it doesn't look like the person at all. Not right. Yours, uh, but by I the way, a hard time no. making mine look like me. It doesn't. I am an emoji. Look at me. In fact, the default setting in most video games and emojis is me. Is you? Yeah, that is so true. He was. He was the original emoji. <laughs> yes. No. You know what, Steve? Is Steve is the original. You remember the little magnetic thing where you could drag the magnetic shavings on the yes. bald heads? Yeah. That's and Steve. That's who Steve. Hey, that's it. Here. Oh, he's yeah. got a mustache. Um, we yeah. only have a minute left. <laughs> right. well, I was noticing on was it Instagram? That you guys said that you discovered something about Kathy oh, after yeah. all the oh, years. Oh, oh, oh no. Let's not do this on Fox. <laughs> Seriously? Yeah, 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 yeah. We can say this. Yes. Talk about on the air. She had her nipple pierced oh, at man. one point. Wait, but I noticed you what? guys said singular is just one. Just, just one. one. Yeah. Alex, no. you want those details? Let's just Sorry. move past this. She just I'm had just one. <laughs> we were blown away by this. This is very Listen, non-Kathy it was activity. College. I had a lapse in judgment. <laughs> it didn't last very but long. Just for a moment. Wait, did you mean to get bo- like both, or did you stop after one because it was painful? Like, I'm very curious about the one part. Yes. Yeah, so it was just one, Alex. <laughs> it was terrible. It never healed. It was infected. But she said, it was "Why? Gross. Why?" Why just one? Never healed. Yeah, it never. Like right now? No, right no, no, now, no. it's oozing pus. No, when, like I, I never kept it. Mike, I eventually had to take it out because oh, it, okay. it never healed into like what a piercing is supposed she to be. She put a bottle opener on okay. it instead. <laughs> well, <laughs> thanks for keeping us abreast. Hey. He's the best. Wow. Uh, we'll see you next week. All right. Bye-bye, guys. We'll see you later. All righty then. I got a message yesterday. I get Why Why is everybody talking about this now? Do, do we just the put... Daily oh, the Daily Rush video. That's yes. what it is. That's yeah. what it is. Yeah. So yeah, I got a, a message from my uh, sister-in-law yesterday, and she said, your brother is very disappointed to hear about your nipple piercing. <laughs> he didn't know either, huh? Nobody knew. Oh, wow. Nobody wow. knew. Why would I talk about that? <laughs> Don't know. Did Dennis know? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Okay, yeah. Right. At least yeah. husband's going to know. All right, uh, hey, it's 8 o'clock. Here we go. 93.3 WMMR. It's time for a Preston and Steve money clip. Ten years, man! Ten! All right. Now, here's your money clip keyword. Hey, this is what we got for you, a word that could get you $500, maybe even ten grand, and that word is chase, spelled C-H-A-S-E, chase. And you have until 15 minutes after the hour to enter it. And there are three ways for you to do it. You can uh, text it. Our special contest short code number is 45. 
888-900-9111. Or if you'd be interested in winning a $10,000 grand prize, enter it via the MMR app or at WMMR.com. The word chase. One random entry wins $500 in our company-wide contest, and that person will get a call from Beasley, so make sure that you do answer your phone. Contest rules are available at WMMR.com. Sponsored by Hyundai City. And once again, the word is chase. We wish you luck. Let's take a look at NJM Insurance Group traffic. What's going on, Kathy? The Vine westbound at Broad Street. There was an accident. It's now cleared. It is still slow back to 95, also west on the Vine. Jams from the Ben Franklin Parkway heading on to the Schuylkill. Schuylkill westbound. Heavy from Bear Avenue to South Street. And then on the eastbound side, you're slow 202 into Gulf Mills, Gladwin to Belmont, Montgomery to Spring Garden, where the traffic is shifted to the right. Three lanes are still open, but a new traffic pattern out there this morning. 95 southbound, so is Cotman to Bridge. And then Aramingo to Girard on the Boulevard southbound. That's backing up 9th to Roberts Avenue. 295 northbound jams 47 to 42, right lane construction. And then 55 northbound is heavy Deptford to 42. This traffic report brought to you by Whole Foods Market, enhanced your fruit salad at Whole Foods Market with 20% off cut pineapple through April 13th, plus an extra 10% off for Prime members while supplies last. Learn more on the Whole Foods Market app in Metro Traffic on 93.3 WMMR. All right, let's do the Bizarre File. Bizarre. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre Bizarre File. Brought to you this morning by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Download the DraftKings app and use the code ROCK to get in on the action. This is a pretty wild story out of California. Bodega Bay is where this happened. Uh, Dozens of people at a popular Northern California coastal overlook watched as an SUV drove through a parking lot without braking and then plunged off a cliff into the rocks below, killing two women. Uh, The cause of the weekend crash is still under investigation. Do you remember that last story where the, 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 it was like two yoga instructors and they, the the yep. woman f- drove? It, it sounds like the exact same thing. And there were several people in that car, right? Yes, there were. Yeah, So, yeah. Uh, but initial witness accounts indicated that the vehicle drove through a wooden barrier oh, in a man. large parking area. Witnesses saw the vehicle driving through the parking lot and it just kept going. It didn't stop. There was no accelerating, but there was no braking. Investigators were still trying to determine if the crash was accidental or intentional both women were found dead when rescuers made it down to the toyota suv which had landed on its roof on the rocks about 100 feet below <laughs> authorities identified the driver as maria uh, tizera and the passenger as elizabeth correa both of uh, the san francisco bay area they were mother and daughter by the way you know it sounds it could be anything it could have been a suicide it could have been a murder suicide it also could have been a medical emergency. It's quite possible. Which happens it does. from time to time, and the, peop- the mm-hmm. driver's incapacitated, and then the car goes where it goes. On the Pacific Coast Highway, it, you know, say if you pass out or black out for a second and you're riding along the, the ridge of a cliffside, yep. you're going to die. Uh, the crash happened Saturday as hikers and beachgoers flocked to the scenic Pacific Ocean nice. overlook to take advantage of clear weather on Easter weekend. So that's mm-hmm. a horrible that's thing. That's terrible. Uh, Some people don't seem to understand how money works. A guest at Disney World allegedly refused to follow COVID-19 safety protocols back in February. Kelly Sills of Louisiana reportedly walked past a temperature checkpoint near the park's retail and restaurant area and refused to return and complete the check when confronted by staff. Authorities soon arrived and took the man into custody. Now, they say that Sills said that he paid $15,000 for the trip to the park and therefore he couldn't be arrested. (laughs) Well, no. <laughs> he also reportedly claimed to be a stockholder in Disney and allegedly told police officers he was willing to have his temperature checked 
after he was already being escorted out of the park. Okay, I'll do it yeah. now. Yeah. All right, I didn't want to play this card, but my name is Walter Disney. Uh, Disney World said in a statement, guests have been overwhelmingly supportive of our protocols. Millions of guests visit our theme parks each year, and in rare instances when things of this nature occur, we hold them accountable. The Orlando Sentinel reports Sills recently pleaded not guilty to charges of trespassing in relation to the incident. Jace plays flag football, and when you walk in, they have a huge TV screen up on this uh, mount. And I was I walked in, and I was standing near the field, and I see all these people, and they walk up, they stand, guy nods, walks away, like person after person after person. I'm like, what are they doing over there? And they're like, it's the temperature check you have to go through before you walk in. <laughs> Meanwhile, I walked right in, way <laughs> past it. I'm like, Oops. By the uh, way, did you have a nipple piercing? <laughs> Probably. That's what happened this week. A 77-year-old woman was arrested after she allegedly threw food at and struck her husband Thursday evening. Deputies were called to a home after the husband of Marion Elizabeth uh, Magnone had called law enforcement. Now, he said they had been arguing when the altercation occurred, and he attempted to get her to sit down on the couch in the living room. And it appeared Marion had been drinking And she claimed the altercation erupted after her husband had showed his friends a nude picture of his late wife. (laughs) She didn't like that. Wow. And so she hit him with some food. Like Uh, a a ravioli? I don't know. She was uh, booked at the county detention center on a $1,000 bond. All right, this is kind of a lengthy story, but I'll end with this. And this is... This is what stalkers do, gang. A 46-year-old man faces charges after investigators found he was using multiple electronic devices, including tracking devices, to stalk two ex-co-workers. Police have charged Donald Byers with several stalking and harassment-related charges. Police began investigating when a man came forward and said that he was being harassed and stalked. He told police that he was in a relationship with a co-worker around December of 2019 when he received a text from a number that he didn't recognize. The number was threatening the man to stop speaking with the woman. He spoke with her about it, and she believed it to be this guy, Byers, who was another co-worker at the time. She said that he had allegedly wanted a relationship with her. She wanted nothing to do with him. The man told police that Byers was eventually terminated from employment at the company but kept receiving text messages and phone calls from different phone numbers revolving around his relationship. Now, around December of last year, the man told police that the woman sent him a picture of his vehicle outside of a restaurant, and she told him that it came from a spoofed number she believed that belonged to buyers. Over the next several months, she would receive pictures of the man's vehicle at different locations from different numbers. The man reports that he went to a restaurant for lunch. Buyers entered and sat next to him. On another occasion, he was shopping at a grocery store, and he noticed buyers was following him through the store with an empty cart. And then on January 15th, he told police he received a text message that from buyers that said, I think I finally drove a big enough wedge between you and her for her to give up on you finally. It cost me my job and a ton of money, but if I wasn't able to have her, I wasn't. I was going to make sure that you weren't either. You might have to think that I've lost, but you really lost someone who would have done anything to love you. Just keep pushing her away because of what I did uh, two falls ago. Bingo, I accomplished what I was after. Not much to say to that. And then in March... He received another text message from another number talking uh, talking about stickers on the back of his tailgate. He told police he looked, and there were six stickers that had the woman's name on them and read, I'm loving it, with a McDonald's logo on them. And this stuff just kept going on. Yeah. And so they eventually got a warrant to search this guy's uh, house and vehicle. They found items such as USB drives, laptop, Samsung tablet, cloud storage device, portable drone, Netgear router, uh, an Aris modem, a duffel bag with other electronic devices, empty track boxes, McDonald's stickers that the man found on so his So he didn't tailgate. really enjoy McDonald's. A box of keys with the man's phone number on them, 
multiple pieces of paper with screenshots of messages between the man and buyers. So this guy was just well, taking it to the level of just obsessive. No, right. Just, it was taking over his life. How far away from violence was he at this point? Uh, they don't know. Yeah. But, I mean, it was just like constantly for a long time. Buyer, buyers had posted $40,000 bail and has a preliminary hearing. I know. There's probably people cringing right now because they've had a similar experience of somebody who just won't let it go. So that is what I have in the bizarre file for you. All right. You have a little bit over five minutes to get our text word to us. It is the money word for President Steve's money clips. It's chase. That's the word you need to text via our special number, by the way, 45911. Send the word chase to 45911. Or if you enter it with the MMR app, or at WMMR.com, you'll be entered for the $10,000 grand prize. It is brought to you by Hyundai City, so good luck to you, my friend. If you don't win this time, we'll do it again at 10, and then again at noon, and 2, and so on up until we 8 p.m. We won't stop until you get money. We'll take a break, and we'll be back. Don't forget, Amy Lee of Evanescence joining us in less than an hour. Like what you hear? You can see it, too. Check out Preston and Steve's Daily Rush on Xfinity On Demand. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme has everything you need to prep for this summer season. And now, order all your season essentials online at acmemarkets.com. And an experienced Acme associate will carefully pick and pack your order and bring the groceries right to your car. It's fast and easy with Drive Up and Go at Acme. Visit acmemarkets.com to start shopping now and get $20 off your first online order. Acme, fresh foods, local flavors. The most hated jeweler in America makes it so easy to get engaged. Meet the beautiful, classy, and brilliant Krista. She's Stephen's most loved engagement ring and will dazzle. She takes the stress and guesswork out of finding the perfect ring. A bright white, high-quality, round, brilliant diamond in a classic solitaire setting. Meet Krista today, starting at under $700. Online at IHateStevenSinger.com or at the other corner of 8th and Walnut by appointment only. Free shipping and interest-free financing. It's so easy. Steven Singer Jewelers. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. I have a term that I think is going to make Kathy's skin crawl. Oh, gross. And maybe you too, Steve. No, it's not gross. Oh, right, okay. It's not gross. Oh, then I know what it involves. Oh, what, what do you think it's it involves? It's not? No, no, okay. no, no, no. It's not gross. Oh, okay. No, 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 no. It's, it's just, it's the antithesis <laughs> to you guys. Okay. Uh, it is a new decorating trend called Clutter core. Oh yeah, no, no. I'm out. <laughs> yeah. Clutter core, as no. opposed to decor, it's clutter core. So no. what is it like? Taking your clutter and nicely like stacking it or organizing it or something? Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's uh, it's proponents are using the hashtag clutter core, embracing and being embraced by the clutter. The term refers to an aesthetic based around a mess and a large quantity of stuff. Uh, behind the organized mess, these knickknacks, piles of books, oh, and no. cuddly toys that reassure no. us. I just pulled up pictures. No. In these <laughs> uncertain times, it is also a revolt against years of aspiring to an often out-of-reach uh, perfect ensemble. Okay, so in a case where stuff is densely arranged, if the key to me would be arra- it'd be arranged cleanly with right. clean lines... We're looking at a picture right now where st- like the are mugs you okay are- with that? It's a little too much for me. Yeah, no, I am but, not. But but it, yeah, it no. is uh, at least it seems to be. Uh, you know me, I'm big on um, arranging at angles, angles and, yeah. and, and doing the proper thing. But I I'm much more now embracing a minimalistic 
You know, like listen, th- yes, I and I one hundred percent agree with you. That right now there are some things on my kitchen counter, and it is giving me such anxiety, and I want them gone right now. Yeah, right now. Okay, like oh, I know it's still there it's, because it's like it's Easter stuff. It's Jace's Easter basket. It's this little um, popcorn machine that he got. The popcorn machine is not going to live. It's been on the- there since Sunday for crying oh, out loud. Preston, I'm tell I I I get like when I walk in, I'm like, oh god, it's still there. Kathy, but like right, I want right. him to enjoy his candy and the popcorn machine, but I just want it to be Here, put away. Here's a dichotomy for you. In my room now, I have it. I have like Batman. Fi- I, they're all displayed. They're on shelves. They're lit. Uh, they they look great. My yes, I know. <laughs> I hit a button, Kathy, and on the old light up. That's good. Okay. I know it's pathetic, uh, but I just say it's my sixteen-year-old son's room. But the um, <laughs> but Claire took yesterday took all the stuffed Easter things, and and has them sort of on a staging area on the kitchen table before she puts them away. And I'm like. I'm passing by it. And I'm feeling, yeah. and it's only oh. been hours, and Claire keeps you. everything spotless. <laughs> and so that's how that's how stupid my mind is, is that why is this adjective, uh, you know, it, 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 she's clearly doing something, but for me it's like, oh, that's not, where the, that's not where that should be going. I don't like anything on, like the kitchen counter, like toaster, toaster. That's why I don't have a toaster oven. I love toaster ovens, <laughs> but I don't have a drawer that I can put it in and slide it back in, so I got rid of it. I'm not, I don't want anything. The <laughs> counter should be clear, and if you need something, you take it out of a cabinet oh, or a refrigerator. That's so annoying. The counter needs to be clear. Yeah. This is Kathy walking in as she sees this stuff sitting on the counter. It's just out of she sees it out of the corner of her eye. Is that a toaster? <laughs> Dear mother of God! I bought a little basket where the chargers are supposed to go because um, those everybody is using, and, and I understand that. There's a lot of devices. So I'm like, okay, we'll put the chargers in there. Well, it's now become the mail bin, and I'm like, this isn't where the mail goes. This, it's not open your mail and throw it out, pay the bill, but don't put it in the basket. It's not, col- we're not collecting mail. I hear you. Let me ask you. Is there, so, so like, like I, I talk about, like, like Claire keeps, Claire keeps everything awesomely clean and, and, and arranged wonderfully. And we, we pick our battles. Is there anything that you think Dennis has to put up with that he yeah, would be pref- screaming about mail. <laughs> <laughs> Is there anything you leave someplace that? Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. Okay. Listen, I know yeah. somebody who they, they ended up getting a divorce over this stuff, right? Oh, yeah. Um, because and, and it's weird, right? Because those things mattered to the one spouse so much. Socks on the floor, you know, things that like, I mean, in the grand scheme of things, it's not that big of a deal. They didn't have any kids or anything yeah, like yeah. that at this point. And you kind of go like, well, whose side do you take? You're being you're being overly critical over silly things like socks on the floor, but then at the same time, it's like if socks on the floor, why don't you just take them and put them? In, and you, you also know, know, and you know, it means so much to this other person, right? For everything that you're that yeah. you're thinking in your head, you realize that the other person has something that they're thinking about you, yeah. that you should be doing. But so. the, the one spouse just never, ever, ever lightened up about any of it, and so you the other spouse is like, you know what? I can't, I can't you deal, can't. I can't deal, and I'm out. It's you know? mental torture. Yeah, yeah. So, according to this gentleman, Vincent uh, Gregori, he's a consumer trends and insight director of this forecasting agency, and he analyzed the phenomenon called ClutterCore, and he said, at the moment, as people uh, do not know what tomorrow will bring, they need emotions and memories to give themselves reassurance. We're witnessing the house being given the soft cocoon treatment to become a place where we can let go, where there's no judgment uh, from others. Uh, clutter core is the submerged part of the iceberg. Clutter core 
is about a different order of things, a willingness to take ownership. And apparently they're saying it's a legit trend that is starting to happen. Well, and then I can see the whole idea of it, a reaffirmation. It gives you comfort. I'm, I'm now surrounded by yeah. the things I love. Now, that you don't want that to cross over into hoarder, hoarder territory, yeah. right. which is exactly what the, the psychologists say about those people. They're surrounding themselves with these things as a... Uh, it's it's they're um, it's the same thing. Yeah, they're uh, they're compensating. Right, for right, right, right. And and so like uh, uh, when we were we had a smaller house in, in Maniunk, and and uh, I started to get like uh, Stockholm syndrome. Like I realized I, I could only stack and 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 you know. I was. It was too much. Oh, my brother got yeah. like that in his house. He he actually bought a new house because, and it was because of the kids' toys. Like he was like, it's getting <laughs> to be too much. They had an, another baby on the way. He goes, it's just going to be more right. toys, and he needed to go and get a bigger house. So here here are the tips for doing clutter core in your space. So here's what here's how you want to do. Get a pen, uh, Kathy. You're going to want to yeah, jot this down, down for your clutter core wait. redo. Number one, surround yourself with small objects that bring you comfort, like little trinkets brought back from distant trips. Trinkets? I knew you were going to start shaking trinkets your head. Trinkets are the worst thing in the world. They bring no joy to me whatsoever. <laughs> I, got I love this, trinkets. I got this from Dollywood. <laughs> like, yeah. what? So I, I um, like to bring back things from my trips. So uh, what I'll often do is I'll... Trinket. Uh, I will take a rock from somewhere, and that will end up in, like, the garden. That's okay. That's outside. (laughs) That's not in the house. There's Um, one rock I keep in the house. (laughs) It's from Normandy that my dad brought back for me. That. And, okay. But he was not at Normandy and got it like three years ago. Right. So, I like I got mailed to but, him. But, but still, yeah. I, 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 he was in Italy when it, during World War II. The so, other thing is magnets. Uh, you know, and you can, and I, we have a refrigerator in the garage. It's oh, the garage. You know, right. Oh, we can't put that on the kitchen fridge, oh, Kathy. What are you, crazy? Yeah. Uh, no, but I, I like to, you know, do that. And so those my are my fridges, all right. Frankets. I always try to grab some small little thing. If I'm taking a meaningful trip, like when we went to Sweden and, you know, in uh, Scandinavia, or that, like, uh, when we went to Maine, I bought a little, little, you know, little doodad, a if trinket. you will. Just something that says, you know, Bar Harbor on it or Acadia or whatever. So, anyhow, little trinkets brought back from distant trips. Cuddly toys that make you smile. Yeah. Kathy, uh, candles. No. Ooh, you she know, hates I candles. Hate I know. Candles. I, I actually, oh. I've, I've always... Purposely <laughs> targeting you with these. I've enjoyed candles for many years, but we got, I, I, I had to stop because I you would start to see, like, on the ceiling... Marks. And then, and then the, the the smells after a while. It, it, and it's also, too much. if you don't burn it, and I know, don't laugh at me, but this is a, a concern of mine. If you don't burn it, the freaking layer of dust that collects on it, it's yeah. so gross. And it's you, gross, Preston. I'm gross. making that face. How gross. do you dust a candle, right? <laughs> dust is gross? Get, yes. You know what actually get, gets rid of the dust? Burning it. I'm serious. Like, when you well, burn the yeah, candle. That's what I was yeah. saying. If you yeah. don't, So you, you say don't, don't dust your furniture, burn right. it. <laughs> Uh, so also, uh, another tip is, or another thing you can get are small plants. Oh, suc- succulents. Uh, yeah. succulents, yes. And, and of course, books. You went off on books the no. other day. What was They're that dusty. They They're too the dusty. They are the biggest dust collector in your home. Yeah, and what, no. do, you, what do you get out of books? <laughs> do you, know what? you can read the same thing on your little phone no. that takes up no I, space. Personally, I like the look of a library. Books, I do. I agree. I like the artwork on the covers of the books and things like that. Look at going down, you know, that's for example, my my hustler collection. I <laughs> and you can go down and you're going, "Oh, this is great." Yeah. From the spot. Yeah, I have I, a tiny 
bookshelf. It's so small. It's so dumb. I want to get rid of it. <laughs> and I'm like, can we throw the like couple of books that are on here out? <laughs> I'm You're like, asking Dennis this? Uh, yeah. He's like, no. I'm like, okay. And he's in education. That's his professional field. <laughs> books. Uh, are Kathy's you... saying the Kindle is the way to go. Are you? Uh, yeah, I don't like the Kindle just because I don't like looking at yet another screen. Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, just my own personal preference. I prefer the tactile sensation of a, of a real book. But Kathy, are you anti-shelf? Um, yes. Okay. Dust. So I, uh, I I love this idea of clutter core. Um, uh, like um, my little displays that I have in my office of or my part of the office is uh, my I've got a Beatles display and I've got a Rush display and I've done kind of like I've almost made like a shadow box type of thing where I've, I had a little diorama in there and I love stuff like that. When we were my daughter and I were just in Boston. We went to this uh, restaurant uh, called the uh, Union Oyster House. It's the oldest restaurant in the country. And they have all these shadow boxes with all this school stuff. I love that type of thing. And I think that would fall in this category. She's right about the dust. But but the truth of the matter is, is that like, like I have. It. Do you move it in dust underneath every once in a while? No. No, I know. What's the point? I know. I'm in there. <laughs> You're I'm in, in there. there. I'm in there with you. I know. You can take uh, the, the canned air. And, and yeah, 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 that's yeah. better than nothing. Yeah, um, that, might, that might work as well because it's got a cover over it. I mean, it's, it's inside dusty. a case. But, still you know. in there. Uh, wait, to go back to the books for a second, Nick. <laughs> Um, so I actually do prefer to read an actual book than on like a Kindle or a device that kind of hurts my eyes. So I like the actual book, but when I'm finished with it, I try to find somebody who wants to read it so I can. Preston, you'll agree with this. You never have to dust an audible book. No. Yeah. But also yeah. Uh, yeah, but, uh, library, yeah. library books, you can uh, rent them and take them back. Yeah. You can yeah. But they're all covered exactly. other people's dust. No. You, no. Just germs. Got their germs and, I like those yeah. little libraries people that people, people get off on Moby Dick. The little libraries that people put in front of their houses. I think those are great. I love that yeah. idea. Wait, what is this? Oh, you, you don't see, see them those? all over the place. Yeah, it's like people... a little mailbox. Yeah, it's called. I think well, it's, it's called... like a big mailbox. Actually. But I think it's called My Little Library. Yeah, like My the... Little COVID I... Library. Mm-hmm. No, not of what you speak. Yeah, there's little me. little bookshelves outside of people's homes, and they've got maybe two or three shelves within them. It's a, a, a larger mailbox size thing, uh, and it's a neighborhood library. So you can go in, put the books that you've read, leave them in there, and then um, you know, it's it's a basically a, a library for your neighborhood. Right. So I have, a, I, I have a number of teachers in my neighborhood. Sorry, Kathy. And 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 there's I've got like nine or ten within walking yeah. distance. Yeah, of my house. yeah. Preston, you know what? you'll see a lot of them down the shore. Yeah. Okay, yeah, cool. And you know what? Uh, Nick Murphy found one that is for like DVDs and Blu-rays. Yes, yeah, yeah. I saw that in the city somewhere. Yeah, mm-hmm. okay. And then there's one that uh, for flashlights if you want to. Yeah, you want to go have these on one. <laughs> Brian Walsh. Uh, I like that idea. We just recently there's a, a guy who works maintenance here, a guy named Brady, and he is a voracious reader. Yeah, and he really can't afford a whole ton of books, so. Uh, Chuck had asked hey, if anybody's got any extra books, bring them on. I brought in like 20 books and gave them to him. My, my bookshelves are still full. I still have plenty of room, but I love sh- the idea of sharing books like that. That's I, cool. I gave him the ketchup kid. You did? Oh, that's where they go, man. Wow. All right, so here's another uh, tip or two for clutter core if you want to do this at home. Uh, it says, take the opportunity to bring out your treasures from storage or in the attic. Right, Kath? <laughs> <laughs> your treasures. So I, I just did <laughs> your trash. treasures. Get rid of it. Yeah. I just did the the spring cleaning during the time off, and I and I man, getting rid of stuff that you haven't used in a while is the greatest feeling. Yeah. And it says here, anything and everything is welcome, even grandma's trinkets. 
Oh, F grandma. There's that word again. She smells like butterscotch. Trinkets. I'll, I'll tell you this. Uh, like, uh, they were calling me by my first name at Goodwill. I was like, making so many trips. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Steve. Steve! I was like, Norman, cheers. <laughs> uh, hang on a second. Let me go to Mark. Hey, Mark, good morning. Hey, how's it going, guys? Good. What's Normally, up? Normally, I disagree with probably about 90% of what Kathy says, <laughs> but I still love you, Kathy. Okay. All right, thanks, Mark. One. 100% on board with this. My wife in the kitchen. Now, I don't do the cooking, but I do the cleaning. She has a basket with mail in there. I'm surprised they haven't repossessed our cars. <laughs> <laughs> Any of those bills have been paid since the 90s. But I also put boxes, baskets. Hey, this is where this goes. This is where that goes. And within two days, I think the attic is in there. So, Kathy, I agree with you 100% on this. Get that kid. Basket off there. It's been three days. He doesn't need to have it. Right, anymore. I know. Unbelievable. It's great. It's you know what? It really does work out though. Thanks, and, and Mark, this is something you know that I have my own bedroom. I have my own bathroom. I so so the things that are usually you know flashpoints of contention in a home uh, are we don't have that. So we we don't end up doing that. And, and for everything that I would complain about. And and we've had this conversation. She can turn around and, and find a, a, a equal. We have equal parity. It's it's like during the Cold War, you know, mutual destruction. And so, um, you, you always have to remember that. That I know there's stuff that that yeah, oh, I, like 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 at the kitchen, like for example, the dining room table. She came in the other day, and I was actually squaring off papers around her computer, and she's looking at me like, "Are you out of your goddamn mind?" <laughs> Here's a text that says, "Kathy, have you ever heard of fives?" It's an organizational development for organizing everything. I'm not familiar fives? with this. Yeah, just five. No. Five S. Fives arrange. Um, is that what you found? Fives arrange. Arrange is not even a word. It's not even a word. <laughs> what are you talking about? Oh no, that's um. That's a porn site. That's no. That's an ex hamster. Oh, uh, or five. S. What is ten hamster? Five what? Five S. I, I don't know. Uh, it's uh, the number five. It's not the word spe- uh, spelled oh. out. So I don't know. Somebody texted in about five. that. I've never heard of that. Um, You're a member of the five now. Uh, so this is the other uh, tip for doing clutter core, if you want to, to put a bit of order into this disorganized decor approach. Focus on a single color or a single ambiance. Otherwise, the cacophony could drown out and overwhelm the comforting effect. You've got to have you've got to have a thematic approach, yeah. is what you're saying to your clutter. Okay, I agree with that. Okay, here your we go. clutter core. Did you find the five five S's, Kathy? I did. Yes. Okay, go ahead. All right. So it's sort, set in order, shine, standardize, and sustain. Is that what? Yeah, and the same thing. Dodge. So yeah. So you organize, keeping only what is necessary, and discard everything else when in doubt. Throw it out. I'm with you on that. Uh, yeah. Set in order, orderliness, arranging, and labeling only necessary items for easy use and returned uh, returned by anyone. And then shine, cleanliness, obviously keeping everything swept and clean. Uh, standardize, clean up the state. So this is this is actually a workplace thing, but I guess you oh, can. Okay. Um, you know, put it towards your home as well. And then it says sustain, making a habit of properly maintaining correct uh, procedures. Oh. Okay. Somebody was saying, uh, we had a caller that was just something said a lot of big stores, yeah, will do we'll that type that. of thing. Okay. I guess for displays and so mm-hmm. on. F- uh, the five. Is that, is that what they're five, calling it? Five S's. Five S's. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I thought you'd get a kick out of that. Yeah. I, I listen, I appreciate somebody who has a lot of things and will uh, put them in order. But uh, I I don't live by that. I'd rather just get rid of it. Do you ever go into like um, 
antique stores, and you know they're loaded with stuff. Do you get anxiety when you walk into yeah, something like that? Yeah, I don't like, like stuff like that. No kidding. I can't. I, I usually can't find things there because I think I'm distracted by the. It's also like one of this, one of that, as opposed yeah. to a store where it's like, do you like this? There's you here's know, the section. Here's twenty of them. Of, right. You know, of this color. I do it. like antique stores. I I I, I, I do going too. to like antique, like going like in Bucks County or going. Uh, you know, the one thing though, you're always, when you go to sit down, you're like, is this a chair for sitting or is this for right? <laughs> That's why I like, I, and I haven't watched in a while, but I used to watch American Pickers all the yeah, yeah, time. Yeah. And I loved, you know, they, they have so many cool things. Oh, I need to have that. Oh, I'd like to have that. Blah, blah. And then you end up with just crap. Tons yeah. of stuff. And what do you do with it? You have to make it look nice. You got to put it in an arrangement of some sort, you know? This whale's tooth soul shaker. Right. <laughs> Uh, Kathy, right. you know what's interesting is that you live in a, a newer home, and I live in an older home. And in older homes, there's just not as much storage. Like closets are smaller, yeah, yeah. you know. So, like a lot of the stuff in our house ends up on shelves because, or shelves because uh, we don't have bigger closets. We don't have yeah, nearly as much it. storage, you know. So, like for us, in order to put anything anywhere, you have to put it on shelves. Well, it's funny because a friend of mine has an even newer house than mine. She, hers is brand new, and she did everything. Um, like I was talking about the kitchen counter, so even her microwave is in the pantry, and it's a roll-out shelf yeah. so that nothing is on the counter. The same thing with the, the toaster oven. Um, what I forget, but like just just everything the refrigerator. Is, a, is a roll-out roll drawer. Oh, even her coffee maker. It's a roll-out could drawer, you, so it doesn't have to be out on the counter. Could you imagine a toaster. roll-out refrigerator, <laughs> like like a dolly that you pull out. Well, Kathy, wouldn't you like to have, or do you have, is your refrigerator hidden? Like, you know, you can see refrigerators, they look like cabinetry. Oh, recessed. No. Those are pretty I, cool. That I would absolutely love. That, right? That's the best. It's just, it looks like a cabinet with a yeah. handle, and you pull it open, and it's your refrigerator or your Yeah, freezer. you'd walk yeah. in and wouldn't know where the, if, if it was a home that isn't yours, you wouldn't even know where the refrigerator mm-hmm. is. So appliances and things like that can give you a little bit of... I t- yeah, I just like the clean, like I just like a clean space, nothing you, out on the counter. Did you ever see the movie Creep Show? No. There's a guy uh, who lives, you, you know, you know the Secret Express, and he lives in a, a hermetically sealed, he is a germaphobe, everything is completely white, his, uh, like, the, the everything white is and glass. absolutely minimalistic, and a cockroach gets in. Oh, yeah, God. Drives oh, him, God. Yeah, drives yeah, him yeah, insane. Yeah. And then it eventually yeah. does something horrible. <laughs> that would be me. Uh, I'm going to go to Brianna, who embraces the clutter core. Hi, Brianna. Good morning. Hi. Good morning, It. Good morning, It. What's up, Brianna? Hi. So I love clutter, clutter core. I've been doing it before. It was like a thing. I have four dogs, two cats, 100 houseplants, and I also do taxidermy, so I have all my mounts <laughs> out and about. Wait, you all, all all your mounts? Is that what you said? Yeah, like okay. uh, my yeah. deer, my fox, and you know. All Let me it. ask you: Do your do your pets ever act up, knowing that you're an active taxidermist? <laughs> no, actually, the ones that I the the resident pets never do. It's my foster ones that always think that they're like chew toys or like try to rip down all the fox furs and everything. <laughs> hey, wow. Brianna, do you do your own taxidermy, or do you just buy these things? No, 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 I do them. I'm actually on my way to work to my taxidermy shop right now. Oh, wow. What's the largest thing you've ever taxidermied, if that's correct? Um, it, it's mounted. Mounted. And I guess I did a bear shoulder mount, but I've also done, like, turkeys and a swan. So those are probably the biggest I've done. Okay. Hey, you're not near uh, Route 29 in Montgomery County, are you? Uh, no. Okay. No, you're thinking of Taxidermy City. Yeah. <laughs> No, I, dr- I, I drove past I a taxidermy shop. Spring City. <laughs> okay. Okay. Right. Oh, okay. So you're out near uh, uh, the uh, uh, Pennhurst. Eastern, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah there's, a, there's a few taxidermy spots out near me. When you get out a little further out, yep. they, they pop up all over the place. Uh, we but have yeah, the most populous deer. Stuff. What? Yeah, yeah. It's uh, okay. That's interesting. The taxidermy thing. It. Uh, I've seen it done right before. It can be really, really cool it if can. you have a lot of mounts and or or what I like are just the the antlers. I'm not into killing animals or anything like yeah. that. But yeah. Um, antlers. Yeah, <laughs> but can look pretty cool. Uh, Marissa is asking if is Grim Taxidermy your Instagram? That's me. Oh, okay. There Marissa we go. Knows you somehow or another. Oh, wow. Wow, we're looking at a yeah. picture of you and a wolf together. Oh my God. Coyote. No, that's a coyote. Uh, yeah, it's a coyote. That's yeah. when I saw That's a coyote. That's what I'm sorry, say that again. Um, so I don't hunt and I'm actually a vegan, but I find <laughs> I'll like pick up roadkill and do that. Oh okay, God. so you pick up things God. that have been hit by trucks. You and Kathy are kindred spirits. <laughs> so you're do you understand yeah. you're a vegan taxidermist. <laughs> That's, yes. And your work is, is is fantastic. So I guess the idea is that th- these animals have not died in vain, right? That you're you're yes. going to m- memorialize them, and they do look magnificent. Do you do that with people too who have passed? <laughs> no, I get that question all the time. But no, otherwise you look like a handbag because you're tanning the leather. Oh, uh, and- well, some women do look like that. If you ever go out to like Boca Raton. <laughs> Wow, yeah. and we're we're looking at you. You're really cute too. Wow. <laughs> Thank you. Are are you in a relationship? Yes, I am engaged. And well, congratulations, number one. Now, is he a vegan or what, how does he feel about your taxidermy habit or so, your not I hobby, not habit? <laughs> your I habit. I keep I keep stuffing um, dead things. So I'm a little more woodsy, and he grew up in South Philly, <laughs> and so he was like a typical South Philly dude, like not vegan at all, like loved steaks cheesesteaks and stuff, but, like, also never worked with, like, wildlife, never had that, so... Does he... he had, like, does he sleep with like, one eye open? <laughs> yeah, well, but listen, this, they say opposites attract, and you've... I mean, you're, you're opposites right within yourself, but it's, uh... Your work is very... is, is very cool. That's impressive. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> All right, so that's Grim Taxidermy, if you want to uh, see Brianna's work, and you'll there, check that out on Instagram. And you should take some Cluttercore pictures and post those for us. Yeah, yeah, maybe I will, and I'll hashtag it. Okay. All right, excellent. All right, well, thanks, Brianna. Nice to talk to you. Thank you. Have a good day. All right, we'll see yeah, you later. She's a vegan, and she's doing all this yeah. stuff. All right, interesting. Uh, so Cluttercore, you got a lot of stuff. It's not organized. Organize it. There you go. You got your Cluttercore. Your decor is now Cluttercore. Uh, we need... Oh, wait a minute. I was going to... I was going to take a break. We're going to come back in a moment, and we're going to get uh, Amy Lee from Evanescence on. But I think there's another guest that we need to never mind, not go to. I just got the thumbs down. So we'll take a break, and we'll come back in a moment, and we will get Amy Lee on. So make sure you stay with us. We'll be right back. 93.3 WMMR presents Preston and Steve's Money Clips. Wow, we have a lot of clips. Your shot at stuffing 500 bucks in your money clip up to seven times a day. Weekdays at 8 a.m., 10 and noon. Then 2, 4, 6, and 8 p.m. We'll play one of your favorite Preston and Steve clips. Not up, but yeah. And also give you a keyword. Text that to 45911 or enter it on our website or app to get in the running for the $10,000 grand prize every time you play. That's crazy! See official rules and details at WMMR.com. I'm scared. 
Network. Sponsored by Hyundai City, South Jersey's official Hyundai headquarters. 93.3 WMMR. The rock guys of everybody. Everything that rocks. We're about an hour away from another shot at winning $500, and that is with the Preston and Steve money clip, so don't miss that. We do it seven times a day. <clears throat> want to make sure you hit every single one of them. Uh, because that's how you win, man. Yes. On top of it. And, uh, it's not that you, hard. If you're interested in the 500, do that. But remember, there's a $10,000 grand prize if you get on board uh, by entering the word we will eventually give to you at uh, the MMR app and at WMMR.com as well. So we don't want you to miss that opportunity, certainly. Um, also up for grabs today for the secret texture download of Godzilla, digital download. Uh, so text the word secret to 39333, and we're going to bounce a word back to you. We'll ask you to call in with that word a little bit later on. Designated caller wins that, and then we'll grab a random texter as well. So I'm waiting on, uh, we were we just had uh, Amy Lee's um, <clears throat> prom- uh, producer on yeah, and said that uh, they're about ready to go. Uh, so Casey is now in the other room, and I don't know what's going on. Okay, all right, I'm going to go to this call then real quick, and it is, I believe, Jeff. Hey, Jeff, you there? Yes, I am. All right, Jeff, where are you calling from, man? I am calling from uh, Boyertown, Pennsylvania. How are things in Boyertown this morning? Uh, uh, Awesome. I just won $500. Oh, there you go! (laughs) We love to hear that. Excellent. Uh, Jeff? Nice, man. So $500, not a bad way to start your Wednesday. And uh, are you uh, are you working today, Jeff, or are you off the clock? No, I am working today. I'm self-employed, so this, the $500 comes in handy because I just came back from vacation on Monday. There oh. you go. <laughs> nice. Where'd you go, man? <laughs> we were down in Florida. Oh, well, All right. enjoy. Coming back and getting some of that money you spent back is a pretty sweet thing. That's awesome. That's awesome. Excellent. Jeff, well... I appreciate it. Hey, it's our pleasure, man. Just thanks for listening to MMR. That's why we're doing this. All right, buddy? All right. Thank you very much. Congratulations, yeah! Jeff! Our money clip winner, $500. We are less than an hour away from the next opportunity. Such a good feeling, especially when we're giving away the company's money. I know. It's really better than giving away an hour. Ours might be a little more dicey, but we can be as generous as we want. Yeah. Uh, What's the status case? Uh, You know what? I'm trying to find out uh, what the status is, but I can't hear anything. Well, that's going to impact um, the interview. I can't hear anything on my phone. Wait, I think that's Amy Lee. Okay, I, I hear a rumbling, and uh, let's see if we well, can... Well, you know what? Let's just check. What are we going to do here? Uh, oh, she was on. It looked Casey's like she plugging on. in his dongle. By the way, we've been... Oh, she's there. He's there. a dongle. Okay, now you can officially do your intro. Before I do my intro, okay. can can you hear me, Amy? Wait. Hi. Amy, are you there? Yeah. Can hey! She's here! <laughs> Amy! Oh all right. Well, I, no, no, it's all right. I just I like to always oh, to do a nice big intro. So let me do that now, ladies and gentlemen. From Evanescence, it's the same. Hey! Hey! Hi guys, what a nice intro. How are you? Good. Thanks Excellent. for having me. Oh, are you kidding me? It's it's great. Listen, we had just played uh, better without you. Uh, so r- leading right into this, and of course, it's obviously it's on the album of uh, the Bitter Truth. Which is finally uh, <laughs> out, yeah. and and I wanted to ask you about that because you were you were talking about this album. I mean, was it done already? Like in twenty nineteen? I mean, in the can and ready to go, or close to it? No, no, not at all. Oh, okay, um, we really wrote most of it last year. Yeah, okay. during everything. All right, then I, I had read that you had you had 
you asked you wanted people to hear it at that point, so I read something incorrect. Oddly enough, there was some misinformation that I found <laughs> on the web. Um, <laughs> Weird. Yeah. Well, we we started it a while back. You know, we'd been working in bits and pieces through 2019 um, in between tours. We just sort of started putting time aside when we were all together. We live all over the world. Um, all over the country, and now we have a member who lives in Germany, Jen, who we've been away from since wow. before the pandemic. She's been with us remotely on this thing since the first four songs, but we made it happen. Yeah. We did. It, it's such a man. It. Hallelujah. No, it, no, it's very cool. And, and honestly, it, it, the entire world has gone through a maelstrom of, of stuff, uh, you know, obviously with the, the, the COVID and, and all that stuff. And then you guys has, have also, all of you, at some level, been dealing with personal crises. And, um, you know... Here you are at this end of it, releasing music into the world, connecting with people and what you, you love doing. Is there just a big sigh of it, you know relief now that it's out there? I, I, I can't imagine what that process is like and what you're currently experiencing. It feels so good. Yeah. It really does. And for us, you know, it's not something we do every other year. It's something that is, you know, it comes out when it when it happens, when when the inspiration hits and the time is right and everything lines up and we know what we want to do. So more than ever, it feels like a very special occasion for us. And, you know, like you said, having so much to get off of our chest personally and just feeling connected, you know, with the rest of this, the world in this in this time of the last couple of years, just strain and, and loss and frustration, it feels so good to be in a rock band. Yeah, pour <laughs> all that out into the music. I can't tell you how good it feels. And now, you know, I'm such a, I'm such a, I don't know, detail critic. Um, always hearing all the little things I want to chip away and change to finally have it done and not be listening to that anymore and just to listen in my car and enjoy it, it feels really, really good. Okay, I yeah. wanted to ask about that in particular. So, and and I would imagine all artists, musicians, maybe not all, but some go through this, where you have this final product, you're very proud of it. Uh, it, it you know, it's it's sat for a little while, it's, it's sunken in. Do you go back and go, man, I wish we would have done that. <laughs> I wish I would have, I wish I would have added this harmony. I wish I would have tweaked this and that. Are, are you okay that... with, or is that just natural? <laughs> That hasn't happened yet. Okay. Um, I, I don't. I don't think that about the new stuff. I really. It's funny. I, I start. I'm hearing so many little things when we're still. When there's still the chance to change it, I'm hearing this and that and this and I don't know and maybe this and one more of this and we need more backer bubbles and all that. But then once it's done, um, finally stepping away, I'm like, I don't even remember all the details I was honing in on anymore. It just sounds great. Yeah, you know what, and, and that's why I would probably I would be a lousy uh, producer or anything in that position because it, uh, you you constantly want to be changing and tweaking yeah. and, and and doing this and that. You had yeah. Nick uh, Rascalette is, is your producer, one of the, the the best rock guy that there is to it. And, yes. And does he uh, tell me about your working with him and what that experience is like? He's he's the best. He's incredible, um, and that's part of what makes that happen he's he's very much in on the details like i am we um work really well together we don't always have the exact same idea it's good to have somebody who has different ideas and goes hey you know maybe you should try this one other thing but really it's so good to have somebody that you really trust who can say you know when you're like what's better a or b like this take or that one or like for me to go up here or go down here somebody who's just like a good sounding board of like dude it sounds great when you do it when you go up let's let's go for that that's you you gotta have that all right i also wanted to ask you know steve had mentioned the fact that there was there's a lot of uh of uh uh there's a lot of message you're getting across uh, with this music. There's a lot of things happening. You mentioned a lot of tragedy. There's some good things, too. But 
Um, I, I wanted to ask you on a personal note. When, when I will, uh, I will sometimes listen to songs for years and have no idea what the artist was trying to, the message that they were trying to get through right. in this song. Now, I may love the melody and the harmonies and the rhythm and all that stuff, and I like the song, but don't really know what it's about. Um, sure. How do you feel about that? When you poured emotion, when you poured, you've written these <laughs> lyrics, you're getting across a very specific theme that you want, and people don't get it. Is that okay? It's totally okay. Okay. Um, honestly, I, I write in a way that is very cathartic for me. And in some of these songs, I, I hear what I'm saying. And I'm like, there's no way anybody can hear this other than exactly what I mean. <laughs> but there is. And something that's really beautiful about art and music is when people can take it and apply it to their own life for their own particular personal experience, what they're going through and let it be that for them. Um, I think that's a beautiful thing. And it, it it's funny because I want to break down and explain as much as I can about our lyrics, kind of, but there's another part of me that doesn't because it's sort of better when you see what it turns into for somebody else. It's kind of more powerful that way. I've had songs that totally moved me, and I didn't know <laughs> that they were about something for, for many, many years. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, that's what that was about? <laughs> yeah. 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 But that, but therein lies the beauty of the subjective nature of, of music. But I, there's something, yeah. and I wonder if you agree with this, and it, I think it, it might in some way speak to why vinyl has become more popular again. The, the, the um, Having album cover art and having an artist, I I used to use when I would listen to music and listen to to an album, an actual record. I would look at the the art, and a lot of times, uh, you you had additional messages being conveyed through that. Yes, that's something you remember fondly and. Yeah. yeah, that's a cool thing, right? We don't have that anymore, yes. really. Yeah, yeah. That's always yeah we do. I <laughs> I do that. Yeah, you know, I know you I, do. I, yeah, yeah. because I feel like that's what's so cool is you can have so many, there are so many different ways to express yourself um, and to make an image kind of have a deeper impact. That's why music videos are so cool. Do we, we actually just, just filmed our better without you video. It's going to be so cool. Um, in Minneapolis, actually, we road tripped it. I drove 13 hours in a car with Troy and my girl, Beth. Wow. Um, It was really fun. Uh, Got cheese curds and everything. Uh, Anyway, when you can take, you know, something and go, okay, here's a visual also that sort of feels like the world that this is that this is living in. I don't know. That's a that is a huge part of it, whether it's album artwork or whatever. Yeah. Um, and we do that. We we almost always have some sort of like animal or insect or something that's like our secret spirit animal that goes with <laughs> the music for each era. This one's a nautilus. And to me, that spiral shape is has always been like a some kind of a symbol of like eternity, you know, like it keeps going until you can't see it anymore. And it makes me think about the future and the past and the soul and like the depths of things. So it just fits. And it's like, it doesn't have to be that anybody really knows that explanation, but it feels that way to me. Mm. So maybe it'll feel like that to somebody else on a subconscious level. Cool. Uh, uh, Amy Lee, I was actually uh, having a discussion over the weekend and and your name was brought up as well as uh, Taylor Momsen, uh, Lizzie Hale and, and Dorothy. And it was because we were watching the pregame for the NCAA uh, Final Four, and they had a giant Miley Cyrus concert. Now, so I I don't want to knock Miley Cyrus at all, but she was, you know, for the masses, the female representation of rock music. And I and I was um, and I listened to her album and I like he likes her a lot and I do and so so that's why I'm saying I'm not knocking Miley, but I was like I was a little bit perplexed on why they're having her represent 
rock and roll when she is not classically known as a rock artist. And I thought, man, Amy Lee would have been perfect for this. Lizzie Hale would have been perfect. Taylor Momsen, Dorothy. Yeah. There had so many, you know, other, I thought, better representations of rock music. And I wasn't sure what your thoughts were on her being a rock act now. And I'm not asking you to knock anything either. Yeah, and and again, without knocking her with you, um, <laughs> I am I, with you on that. I I feel like it has to do with the people in place that are putting those kind of productions together. They need to yeah. hire you guys. They need if yeah. there's if there's a place where you know rock music is going to be repre- represented. There's so much rock music with millions of fans. Like rock is no way dead. Like right. it is full, full alive. But we need people in in the positions of of power and placement to recognize and tap into that rock world instead of always trying to make it well what'll just get the most people, you know, that have heard this name before or whatever to 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 care about it. Um it, that just feels a little bit like a, a well manufactured a, a business really. move a corporate yeah, yeah, yeah. Move, yeah no you know? that's exactly like it. Get the numbers well, yeah. that's always frustrating it's cool to be the underdog but right. at the same time it's like well rock is real you know <laughs> there are people out there that like it give, give it a chance for sure yeah, yeah but my wife did bring up the point that uh she is uh you know She's a different name out there, and so it, it maybe she is going to be that entree, right? Maybe somebody's going to watch her, listen to her, and go, well, hang on a second. I like this style of music. And maybe right. somebody a deeper dive. Maybe somebody who wouldn't have known about Evanescence is now all totally. of a sudden introduced as a result of that. I was like, okay, well, that's a healthy perspective, I guess. Yeah, totally. You know, and in case you brought up the, you know, the all the all the, the the great female rockers that are that are out there now, and and I always kind of think of you. As um, you, for me and for us, I think here represented the turn where we were like, you know, we, we had obviously legendary voices in rock, but you represented this next wave that I think is still going on. Um, and and I, you were the flashpoint, I think. And, and it seems like um, your, your, your contemporaries, and I've read interviews with all of them where they, they cite you as that step off point that has to come with a bit of pride. That's really cool. It's, you know, it's so much cooler doing uh, all of this now, later on in life with the experience and the respect that comes along with, you know, just doing it for a long time and um, surviving so much. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, It's just, it's, 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 I would way rather be where I am now than where, what it felt like when we were starting out. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, it's badass. It's incredible. You know, <laughs> there are so many people that came before me, you know, um, that have influenced me. So many rad women. It's not like I'm like this one pillar of rock. There have been women in rock from the beginning. Yeah, but um, you, but you had a you had a style which I kind of see is almost like dominatrix esque. <laughs> and let me let me explain <laughs> because they they incorporate pleasure and pain yeah and right. so the yeah. the instrumentation is the pain and your voice yeah. is the pleasure you have this smoothness mm. about you and then there's that raw edge of the music that Operatic. go together so i mean you know contrast yeah yeah yeah, yeah. contrast <laughs> so, you know on a visual audio whatever level i like to hear two really different things coming together to make that beautiful swirl and, yeah. and as I, I want to be the first one who has ever called you a dominatrix. <laughs> has anybody ever done that? <laughs> oh, you're not the first. <laughs> <laughs> We're on Zoom with Amy so we can see her in yes. the room that she's in. Are those Care Bears and Smurf dolls behind you? 
Yeah. What's your pleasure? <laughs> Do you have any My Little Ponies? Because Kathy was never allowed to uh, have a My Little Pony when she was a kid. Yeah. Wait. Um, oh, wait. We're oh, going to take a look. She's taking the camera over. I'll describe to the oh audience. Yes! Oh, my little ponies! I try to keep it in perspective so, like, the Grammys and the awards have, like, right. yeah. dolls all around. It's like oh. in front of a gold record and oh, a Grammy, there's a My Little Pony. Several. <laughs> wait, and I love the caravan. Yeah, my Little Pony climbing the Grammy right now. <laughs> oh, my the Raggedy Ann up there. Amy, I used to go to my neighbor's house um, and play with the neighbor because she had My Little Ponies. And for whatever reason, and it wasn't that I wasn't allowed to have them, but my mom never got them for me. And I was traumatized as a kid. I would I Your really mom probably thought them. they were sinful or something. <laughs> That's really funny. Right. I, I Honestly, like, I didn't have that many toys as a kid. But there was, I don't know why. Like, there's so many cool 80s collectible. I mean, it's not like, it's not like it's only the 80s. It happened later, too, with Pokemon and Bean Babies and everything else. But, like... I, when I got to be a teenager and all that stuff was like at flea markets and cheap, I was like, I'm buying every toy that I ever wanted now. Yeah, now that you can afford it, go for it. Yeah, absolutely. So, Amy, with the with the new record and new music, what are your thoughts on touring and, and um, what it's going to be like over the next few months? Because so much of that is up in the air for so many different acts. Yeah, um, we're not going to be out there this summer, uh, but we are making plans for the end of the year. Um, and I am... I just can't wait. It's been just this thing where we keep making plans. And this is like with tour and everything else over the last year and a half, almost now you just keep making plans and keep having to push them back. And then you just keep making them again and keep making them again and keep, you know, waiting for that time when you don't have to postpone it again. Um, so we just keep making plans. Yeah. And I, I feel like now, you know, we're in a different situation than when we were in last year when we just kept pushing it back hoping for something now there's a vaccine now things are changing i've already gotten my first shot um we're headed towards the end of not being able to do it anymore so we are going to <laughs> unleash the fury i am so ready to get out there and just play and feel what it feels like to be on stage just immersed fully in music with a group of hot and sweaty people don't you want that so bad yeah, right yeah. absolutely yeah. absolutely so yeah yes. as a matter of yeah. fact i'm i mean when was the last time you played our MMRBQ. How many years? Obviously, it wasn't last year. Was that no, was that two years ago? Uh, I, oh, yeah, 2019. Yeah, because yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had a great memory of uh, being in the uh, commissary, if you will, and I believe they right. might have been uh, serving kielbasa sausage, <laughs> and I started singing Tenacious D, Tenacious and D. you were there, <laughs> and you actually sang with me a little bit. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Your butt cheeks is warm. <laughs> yes. That was our road trip music. That yeah. we, just, we were just on that road trip. It was all Tenacious D. Like That's every, awesome. All of it. Oh, I'm we, an old school fan from like the cable days. Yeah, like the HBO show. They they played our uh, they played the MM barbecue one year, and they were no that was at the it was a festival. festival. Yeah, yeah, it's festival. Uh, another festival that we did, and nobody really knew them except the musicians. And it was yeah, it was wild to see that the audience was like, "What in the yeah, f?" It was, but before every, Jack Black was a, right. was a household name, man. Every band was lined up stage side, and yes. they were like freaking out. It was just hilarious. Mm-hmm. It's so funny because it's one of those things, right? Like Spinal Tap, 
where bands get it on a level where it, especially with Tenacious D, their, their musicianship is so good. Yeah. That's part of what makes it so funny. <laughs> like all the details of like talking about writing a song and everything, you just relate to it. Yeah. <laughs> it's I, I, like, I, that's right. And it actually sounds great. It does. <laughs> they're, they're really great. And, and, and Pick a Destiny is just, a, you know, you can watch that over and over again. Uh, I wanted to ask you when you when you were um, when you're performing and you said getting back to the concert um, uh, dynamic, what's the better scenario? You're able to roll out the music and a lot of your listeners have heard it. They're live, perform live with that energy or they come already pre-schooled on the music because they've been listening to it over and over again off of the album. The fans? Yeah. So so do you want, in other words, because a lot of times people will come in and they hear an artist play music that they're not familiar with. It's like, oh, okay. It can be a, right. a, a weird dynamic. Does it work better for you if they've already had a, a ton of time to absorb it? Or do you like having them experience it with the energy of a live performance? You know, it's cool when they know it a little bit. That One of the, one of the cool things about this situation is we're going to be going out there playing the new album right and by the time we're able to be up on stage playing it the, the fans have been living it with it for a year right. I mean, we started releasing the songs you know already a year ago now um so it, it won't be that Ooh, what's this one i haven't heard it before i mean it'll be <laughs> cool to hear it live but they'll know the words and i think that's going to be really powerful yeah. I'd, I'd always i remember when i would be going to a concert uh i i would take a little bit of time to do the work to get the album yeah. and listen yeah. to it, yeah, and then go. It's a completely totally. different experience. And would you were you the same way when you were when you were pre rock yes. star? Yeah, yeah. I've, even now, like if we're gonna go to a show and it's a band that like a friend wants to go to that I don't really know that well, or I know like the hits, but I don't want to be that person. Yeah, like you always jam that album that day when you're like getting ready to go, just yeah. so you're kind of familiar with what's going to happen. It makes it more exciting when, when totally. the songs you like do happen. It serves you better as, as the, you're paying for this ticket. Yeah. You know, you're, you're going to yeah. get more out of it. If you listen to the material, I remember uh, rush had done a tour and it was a concept album that they had. And they said they were going to mainly just be playing music from that. So I did my work. I right. listened to it. I yeah. loved it. Our boss did not listen to it. Yeah. He thought it was a lousy concert. I thought it was an there awesome you go. concert. Yeah. So that yeah. can be the difference. You got to listen to the material. I totally be... agree. Hey, I wanted to ask because uh, uh, Taylor Momsen's name came up, Lizzie Hale's name came up. There are a couple of the featured uh, backup singers on this album. There are several people that you, you uh, uh, brought on board, uh, and all of this done remotely. Um, how was that? I mean, just a quick phone call and yeah, they're in type of thing. Pretty much. Yeah. Um, it wasn't completely remote. That was uh, when we were recording Use My Voice. It was right before the shutdown. It was okay. the beginning of last year. So um, we recorded in Nashville. Um, that's where Nick's studio is. And Lizzie, and they live here. So it was easy for her to come by, like check out the song, get in the booth. And Dina Jacob from Viridia, my friend who helped me actually write a little bit of the song. She could come in. She lives here. So we did that. But also I just like texted and called a couple friends and was like, I don't know, you want to lay a vocal down on this? And everybody wow. said yes. And awesome. Really cool. You guys all have your own style and all shine in your own ways. But when you're watching Lizzie, do you kind of sit there and go a little less? <laughs> don't destroy me on this. Her voice no, is I hear so Lizzie, powerful. I'm like, turn that girl up. <laughs> That's so cool that you guys all live out there. That's just one of those cities that I need to get to. Uh, well, are you in Nashville? Yeah, I am now. Wow. I was in Brooklyn for 13 years. It's wow. weird. It's different, but yeah, totally. it's good. We're closer to my parents here. Hey, okay. um, I wanted to uh, listen. I don't know if you have the details, or, and if you do, if you're allowed to give them out or not. But uh, you are going to be announcing a streaming concert uh, next month. Can you talk about that right now or no? I don't know. 
haven't talked about it yet because I didn't think I was supposed to, but you just spilled beans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. feel free to get in trouble we're because no, yeah. of us. Yeah, nobody's listening. <laughs> we are. We're working on it. We're just now talking about the set list, so um, we are we are doing something. Yes. Okay. Right. I've watched a lot of streaming concerts over the last year, and it is. I mean, there's some really really great things. Um, uh, I'm a huge Fish fan, and uh, Trey Anastasio did a, a run of shows at the Beacon, and what they did, which I thought was really really cool. Is they performed towards the back of the stage, right? And so, all, oh. and and then they lit up all the seats behind them. I mean, just oh. are you talking like you know, just visuals alone? Because obviously, the music's going to you know speak for itself. But the visuals alone, I thought that was a really cool visual. That is really cool. That's a good idea. Hey, what's no, up? we still have to figure out what we're going to do exactly? When when you're putting the set list together, what's um, what's most important, opener or closer? Do you? <laughs> what do you think? That is a difficult question. Um, Man, uh, the opener is really important. I'm tempted to say the closer, but honestly, like the way you start the show really sets up the whole energy of the night. If you come in strong, like that is going to just get everybody to buy into everything else you're about to do. So I think starting is really important, but ending is important, too, because whatever you end with, hmm. that's what's going to be in everybody's head for the rest of the night. I saw a cheap trick one time, and they opened with, I want you to yes, want me. And yes. we were like, what? <laughs> and I still remember that to this day. I mean, that blew me away. There's a lot of... There's a lot that can go into... There's a lot behind those moves, I think. That's a statement. It's like, if you guys came to just hear this one song, you can leave now. <laughs> We're the not rest gonna... of the show is for the fans. You guys want to go to the bathroom? Just go. Yeah. Go to the back. Uh... This is for the fans now. That's what that says to me. <laughs> we, we had a show one time, and we won't mention the band, but the band opened and closed with their hit at the yeah. time. It was, like, it, was, it, was a weird, it was a weird thing. Well, it was the New Radicals, it and the they, new... they really didn't have much material. Much and, and, they had. And, uh, <laughs> and that's a great song. You get what you get. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Um, but, hey, I wanted to... Um, and I I don't know if we've talked to you since you guys uh, released your cover of The Chain, but what a an amazing rendition of that song. And I just wanted to Thanks. thank you for doing that, choosing to do that and, and Boy, releasing and, it. Yeah. And ballsy, too. Yeah. You know? I mean, Thanks. That's, that's, a, that's, a, that's a bold uh, mm-hmm. shot at a really a song that's got its own identity, for sure. It was awesome. Totally. Man, it felt really good to do. We our band is made up of people we all have a little bit of a different taste um in music and we all like different things and you know some of that contrast between us is what makes it great but one place that we all super agree is Fleetwood Mac so to be able to go in and for us all to just be like yes like equally excited to have the opportunity to do it was really cool and my thought on covers is always find a new way like make it somehow like really your own because if if it's really just going to be another version of the original like that's just i don't know i want to go hear the original then like that yeah to me is like that, if that you're is just reminding it. people if of a version they like better yeah which is yeah, yeah it's the problem like, yeah bring something bring a new perspective to the table and see if you can show you know another potential interpretation of the music, so I, I that song definitely you know it's it's different. It's, well, you, it's very different from the original. I really like yeah. it. You mentioned each band member having their own taste, and then the, confirm or deny is your number one pie choice these days: pecan pie. And how did that happen? <laughs> <laughs> you guys researched deep. <laughs> <laughs> far on it, can you um, confirm or, or deny? I love pecan pie. Um, I mean, I like food in general. I'm a food person, but um, I 
Yeah, I think that was like last Thanksgiving or something. I was like, okay, I'm making a mark in time. Like, this is my favorite. I'm tired okay. of playing around. This isn't a joke anymore. So yeah. you pronounce it pecan pie, which is how I say it as yeah. well. Steve says pecan. Yeah. So then where, where are yeah. you from? Where did you grow up that you got that pronunciation? I actually grew up all over. Um, my dad was in radio for 30 years, so we're kind of a no-dialect family. Um, South Florida is okay. where I grew up as a small child, but then Illinois and then Arkansas. But, I mean, I, I've lived everywhere, kind of. All right, what did he do in radio? But pecan. We say pecan. 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 <laughs> what did he do in radio? He did what you do. He was a DJ, a program director, morning show. Oh. Um, we traveled. A, that's why we moved around a lot, you know, just different jobs. Wow, cool. Excellent. Well, listen... We're excited about the the prospect of uh, maybe you know a streaming show coming up, and obviously yeah. you doing the live stuff, which is going to be fantastic. And and the new album is great. So Amy Lee, congratulations to you, the rest of the guys uh, in the band, Thank you. Uh, and just keep doing what you're doing, and and we love it, and we appreciate it. Thank you. Can't wait to see you in person again. Yes, Excellent. the bitter truth, Amy Lee Evanescence. Thank you very much. And thanks for coming on this morning. So, wow. She's so cool. She's awesome. I love it. Uh, we do need to take a break. Uh, or wait, no, we don't. We don't? What am I talking about? Why are you lying? I, I, wait, wait, no, no. Do we need to take a break? Uh, well, no, you know what? I can, I can move some things around. Why? You, you got something you want to say? No. You want no. a piece of me? <laughs> no. I, all right. We will take a break. Okay. Uh, we'll come back right. in a moment and we'll get to because we normally don't break to like we used What did you just do? Oh, he just hit his leg. He just banged his knee. Is that what I felt with the console? Yeah. His, his chair is up yeah. higher than it normally is. Oh, man. And underneath the I think con- I felt it over here. Casey. I did. I underneath the console is this uh shelf for his keyboard. Oh. And he just <laughs> You're right? I'm I'm okay now. So we it's don't take a break. <laughs> no, we are going to take a okay. break. Okay, we are going to. Because we got to get some ice on his knees. Yeah, so we'll, we'll, we'll take a break. Off. We'll come back in a second. And uh, don't forget, we get the V file. And the next money clip is coming up, too. We'll be right back. MMR spotlights the best rock in Philadelphia with Jackson's Local Shots. That's right. And this month's artist is Liz DeLise. <laughs> your local shots artist of the month for April. Check them out every Wednesday at 6.30 right here on the Mighty MMR. And you can hear and see more now at WMMR.com. Keyword, local shots. Sponsored by Family and Company Jewelers. Find a band that rocks her world at Family. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks Philly. Um, Casey, people are texting and asking how your knee's doing. Oh, it's okay. okay. I just hit the funny bone, which is not that funny. No. No. Do you have a funny bone that. in your knee or just in your elbow? I don't know. I only know the one in the elbow, but I'm sure there's something that tingles yeah. in your knee, too, when you hit it. Listen, here's the deal. So it's 945. Um, the Bizarre File usually runs about, I don't know, We uh, we have to. Minutes. We have to do it now. I can't. Uh, no, we have to be, because I have to get. Um, okay. I have to get a spot I was going to try yeah. and, and stretch this out until it was time to do the... Um, I'm sorry. I probably should have said something to you off air. Uh, the uh, money clip. Okay. Yeah. All right. Never mind. For, forget. Uh, go past this part. Let's <laughs> I can't the read part. it. There's no, there's no words on it. Now, <laughs> WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre File. Brought to you this morning by Natural Lawn of America. Safer for your lawn, kids, and pets. You can schedule their full-service program and get free seeding every year. Call 800-FREE-SEED. Natural Lawn of America. Greener grass, fewer weeds, 
guaranteed. The son of a California man who choked to death during an amateur taco eating contest at a minor league baseball game is suing the event's organizers for negligence. Yeah. Leave the taco eating to professionals. Uh, 18-year-old Marshall Hutchings' lawsuit alleges his father, Dana, was not made aware of the risks and danger involving in an eating competition. The 41-year-old died after choking on tacos while competing in a contest. Uh, during the Fresno Fresno Grizzlies game in 2019, participants competed to devour as many tacos as possible during a certain amount of time. Uh, the suit names uh, Fresno Sports and Events, uh, the owner of the Grizzlies. Professionals in the sport of competitive eating train and make themselves physically ready to participate, according to Hutchins' attorney. Uh, but that is not always present in an amateur eating contest. The conductors of this event should have made the risks known to the competitors and taken steps to protect them, according to the lawsuit. This is why Bill never wants us to do any type of eating contest. I know. I understand or bring it. horses up here. Yeah, no more yeah, bringing yeah. horses up here. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right, step aside. <laughs> Those two things. Step yeah, aside. No tacos or horses. Or Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Oh! Flamin' Hot Cheetos has raised a man's shrimp tails and rat poop claims with a bullet. At least that's what a father in Montana is claiming. Bowhorn Weasel of Elmo, Montana. <laughs> Bowhorn Weasel's the guy's name? That's the guy's oh, name. Oh, boy, what? no wonder he lives in Montana. <laughs> uh, said that he bought the bag of chips on Saturday at a local convenience store, and his six-year-old son broke it open Easter Sunday for a little spicy chow down. Well, we'll look into this, Mr. Weasel. Uh, the boy found the bullet at the bottom of the bag after devouring the chips. <laughs> The bullet appears to have hot Cheetos red coating on it. Mm. Uh, Bo scoffs at the doubters, saying that a bullet didn't just drop out of the sky in the bag. think I'm stupid? Is that what you call me? Stupid? And don't even get him started with people who think that he made this whole thing up. He didn't make it up. Uh, Bo now says... I got cinnamon toast crunch. Bo Horn Weasel said that he reached out to Frito-Lay on Facebook... And also fired off an email. This is my wife, Crapstein Pusswort. Crapstein, eh? (laughs) Wait, you heard Crapstein? Yeah. I heard Crapstein. I heard Crapstein. Crapstein. What are you, stupid? You got an accent. I'm sorry. (laughs) Don't you don't speak English? Uh, He claims that it wasn't long before a company rep reached out with a specialist who told uh, Bohorn Weasel that they're taking the matter seriously. All right. Uh, Bo says Frito-Lays is sending him a kit for some sort of testing. Uh, Here's bullet testing. Bo says that he's not looking for compensation. He just wants Frito-Lay to take a hard look so this thing doesn't ever happen again. Are they sending him a pistol? Yeah. Um, Yep. Bullet. Yeah. A Chinese woman was surprised when she discovered on her son's wedding day that the bride was actually her long-lost daughter. Is this not crazy? The incident happened on March 31st. The mother-in-law noticed a birthmark on the new daughter-in-law's hand, which was similar to the one on her lost daughter's hand. After spotting the birthmark, the woman approached the bride's parents and asked if she had been adopted over 20 years ago. The bride's it's a Preston and Steve tattoo. Uh, the bride's family was baffled by the question as it had been a secret. Yeah. However, they went on to reveal that they had found a baby girl by the roadside several years ago whom they brought up as their own daughter. Uh, on hearing the story... Uh, the bride burst into tears. She wanted to know more about her biological parents. She described the moment at, of meeting her biological mother as happier than the wedding day itself. And the story didn't end there. There was more to come. The bride was now concerned about marrying her elder brother. However, the mother-in-law revealed that there would be no objection to the marriage as the groom was also adopted. Uh, there you go. Uh, the woman had adopted a boy 
After losing all hopes of finding her missing daughter, uh, she had searched for her for years in vain. Uh, she said that there would be no problem in their marriage as they were not biological siblings. How much do you want to bet they were biological and she just didn't want to lose the money on the catering? Uh, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> all right. So you've heard of a uh, cucumber cleanse and a uh, garlic vaginal trend or the vaginal steaming. Now there's a new trend to add to the horrifying list of dangerous and baffling things that you should not do to your down there regions. And that would be... Firing bullion into your butt. Shooting bullion into your butt? Yeah. In a Twitter thread that's been widely shared over the last few days, Dr. Uh, Silas Agbezi Joy has explained in detail why you shouldn't pump stock cubes into your butt in order to make your buttocks look bigger. This is actually a thing that people appear to be doing, especially in the Democratic Republic of the Congo. So is that a, is that a sign of a, a beauty? Is it a gaping butthole? Bigger, no, no, it's not your butthole. It's your buttocks. Oh. So the bigger buttocks are often seen as more desirable. There's even a song titled Intaba Ya Bandundu yeah. that references the practice of inserting mag- Maggie stock cubes as a suppository or mixing them with the water to create an enema. And the song starts by saying... You have already used eight of the ten you took from the kitchen. Use the remaining two to season the beans. Wow, that is a beautiful song. We should we should get back Amy Lee on and see if she. <laughs> I, let, how, um, I don't understand a lot of this. How would that? How would an enema in any way increase the size of your butt? I'll explain. Uh, for reference, by the way, the cubes contain iodized salt, sugar, chili, peppers, cloves, onion, cornstarch. Monosodium gluminate, palm oil, and a few other things. In 2018, a Vice documentary looked into the practice speaking to women who had gone through the processes or were else tempted by it. Some unaware of the potential health problems it could cause, while others knew about it, but they carry on regardless. Now, one woman said, the doctor advised me never to do it again. The belief, though not backed by scientific Uh evidence, is that the salt will cause the tissue to expand, making the buttocks look larger and rounder. The practice has led to people developing infections and even death. So yeah. don't shoot bullion up your ass. I think, yeah, and I, I think it's not necessarily enema style. I think it's like injection into your butt Oh, okay. Butt All right, so yeah. injecting directly into the butt cheeks not instead that that... of blowing it up your butt hole. Okay, because the one I was reading was saying going into, well, it was saying the anus. I guess so. They... Both are bad ideas. They, yeah, let's not do that. Right. Don't shoot things into your ass. And that is what I have in the Bizarro File for you. We're going to take a break. When we get back, we'll find out if you could be a $500 winner, maybe even a $10,000 winner. Stay there. We'll be right back. Listen to all the WMMR podcasts as well as a live stream on your Alexa-enabled device. Just say, Alexa, open MMR. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme has everything you need to prep for this summer season. And now, order all your season essentials online at acmemarkets.com, and an experienced Acme associate will carefully pick and pack your order and bring the groceries right to your car. It's fast and easy with Drive Up and Go at Acme. Visit acmemarkets.com to start shopping now and get $20 off your first online order. Acme, fresh foods, local flavors. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. I know, I know, it's three minutes after ten. We're late with this. I'm sorry, let's do it. 93.3 WMMR. It's time for a Preston and Steve money clip. I don't always (laughs) eat pizza with ranch dressing! Now, here's your money clip keyword. (laughs) 
By the way, one of the greatest moments ever on this radio program right there in that clip. All right, so the word that we have for you is viral, V-I-R-A-L. And you have until 15 minutes after the hour to enter that. And there are three ways to do it. You can text it for a special contest short code number, which is 45911. Or if you are interested in winning $10,000, why wouldn't you be? It's our grand prize. You can enter via the MMR app or at WMMR.com. One random entry does win $500 in our company-wide contest. That person will get a call from the company, Beasley. So make sure that you do answer your phone. Contest rules are available at WMMR.com. And it is sponsored by Hyundai City. So once again, the word that you need to enter, you have until 15 minutes after the hour to do it, like I said, is viral, V-I-R-A-L. So good luck to you. Now we're going to roll right into something else we're giving away. The last in question, we have a pair of tickets for the Dry Dean 400 NASCAR Cup Series race at Dover International Speedway. And that will be on Sunday, May 16th. The question that I have for you is... If she runs for governor of California, Caitlyn Jenner's campaign slogan should be what? <laughs> Get it as close to it as you can, and we'll give you the prize. 215-263-WMMR, but you had to have heard it, and it was in our 6 o'clock hour. If she runs for governor of California, Caitlyn Jenner's campaign slogan should be what? 215-263-WMMR. Let's see if you know the answer. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. Brought to you this morning by Jersey Mike's. Download the Jersey Mike's app, order ahead, and skip the line. Jersey Mike's, be a sub above. What's going on this morning, Steve? Well, Catherine Zeta-Jones revealing the secret to keeping her 78-year-old husband, Michael Douglas, happy. Jones says she never refuses his request to play with her phone. Uh, (laughs) Maitland Ward, who starred as Rachel McGuire on Boy Meets World and then went into porn, says she's earning more than ever on her OnlyFans page. Ward says fans can't seem to get enough of her new show, Boy Meets My Labia Majora. (laughs) Oh, my God. And finally, Kim Kardashian gaining billionaire status thanks to her cosmetics line, beauty products, and Skims shapewear. Kim says she plans on splurging by buying and then upgrading the Armenian zoo they adopted Chloe from. <laughs> <laughs> That's your home trash. All right, let's see if we can get an answer to this question, uh, which is if she runs for governor of California, Caitlyn Jenner. Uh, her campaign slogan should be what? And like I said, if you can get it as close to it as you can, we'll set you up. I'm going to go with Mike. Uh, Mike, good morning, sir. Hey, good morning. You All guys right. shard. Oh, thank you. <laughs> thank you, man. Right. I'm, I'm getting, tell Steve I'm getting my bumper sticker already. Oh, oh very for, nice. Uh, okay. Nice. So it's going to be the only woman with the balls to do it. There you yeah. go. Yep, I'm the only woman with the balls to do it. You are correct, Mike. Hang on the line. We're going to set you up. You, sir, get a pair of tickets for the Dryden 400 NASCAR Cup Series race at Dover International Speedway on Sunday, May 16th. And by the way, NASCAR is back at Dover International Speedway, and that will be May 14th through the 16th. You can get tickets now at DoverSpeedway.com. Now, Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. All right, uh, brought to you this morning by Jersey Mike's. Download the Jersey Mike's app, order ahead, and skip the line. Jersey Mike's, be a sub above. Uh, Let's begin with Dave Grohl. He will publish his autobiography. It's called The Storyteller, Tales uh, Tales of Life and Music. And we're looking for it October 5th. 
uh, via the Day Street book imprint. Uh, Billboard reported that the book was born out of Dave's Dave's True Stories Instagram account, which led him to believe he had uh, had a story worth telling. He said, I soon found that the reward I felt every time I posted a story was the same as the feeling I get when playing a song to an audience. So I kept on writing. The response from readers was a soul filling, uh, was as soul filling as any applause in an arena. So I decided uh, I took stock of all the experience I had in my life, incredible, difficult, funny, and emotional, and decided it was time to finally put them into words. Uh, from my early days growing up in the suburbs of Washington, D.C., to hitting the road at the age of 18, and all the music that followed, I can now share these adventures with the world as seen and heard from behind the microphone. Turn it up. He's got the potential to be some really good stuff there. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. This guy has done and seen a lot, and he was at the precipice of essentially the rebirth of rock music oh, yeah. uh, with Nirvana. Um, so, uh, that will be out October 5th, and, uh, I'd love to be able to talk to Dave between now and then. Get him on the show. Talk about that. Ozzy Osbourne has been inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame. <laughs> he sure has. The former Black Sabbath singer has joined William Shatner in being inducted into the celebrity wing of the Hall of Fame during the combined 2020 and 2021 ceremony. Ozzy did not appear in person, but did record a video message for the show. According to the Wrestling Observer, Ozzy has made several cameo appearances for WWE over the years, most notably at WrestleMania II, where he and Captain Lou Albano managed the British Bulldogs in their <laughs> WWF Tag Team Championship win over Brutus Beefcake and Greg Valentine. <laughs> he performed live at a May 2007 SmackDown taping in Baltimore and later served as a guest host for Raw in November of 2009. The event, uh, which aired on Peacock on Tuesday, uh, was pre-taped at uh, Tropicana Field in St. Petersburg on April 1st. So now Ozzy is in the WWE Hall of Fame. Radiohead has announced a new series of archival concert footage that will be streamed from the band's public library vaults. Uh, each edition will premiere a Radiohead's YouTube channel on Fridays at 8 p.m. Uh, for seven weeks. That says BST. BST, British Standard Time, maybe? Yeah, let's go with that. Uh, beginning this Friday. Uh, the first of the new episodes will uh, be an in-store performance turned club show for London's 93-foot east. It's British summertime. Uh, which occurred on January 16th, 2008. That's actually what it says here. The uh, time no kidding. Yeah, it says British summertime. I thought you were joking. Yeah. So, okay. You know, summer, summer, summertime. Mm, yeah. All right, and then finally, Third Man Records will release Vault Package number 48, White Blood Cells Double X, a 20th anniversary compilation to the White Stripes 2001 album. Uh, the package includes a red vinyl LP containing 13 previously unreleased tracks, a separate white LP containing a previously unreleased live recording from headliners uh, in Louisville, Kentucky, and hour-long DVD containing behind-the-scenes footage of the White Blood Cells recording process and a full-color booklet containing rare posters and flyers, unseen photos, and more. Subscriptions for White Blood Cells Double X are available now through April 30th at thirdmanrecords.com. 20 years ago that came out. <clears throat> it's unbelievable. I know. It's Come wild, on, right? Man. And that is all I have in music news for you. That's all you need. 
We have about three minutes left for you to enter the word viral, and you might win $500 from the Presidency Money Clip competition. So... Uh, 45911 is the number, or you can enter it uh, through the MMR app at WMMR.com. So, again, the word is viral, and it's brought to you by Hyundai City. We're going to take a break. We'll get ready to wrap things up. We're wrapping up a little earlier than normal today, just to let you know. So, uh, be ready. listening who might be interested. Uh, the letter of the day coming up. Oh, and we need a secret text word winner. So, Kathy, can you do me a favor? Give me a caller, please. 17. Let's do caller 17-215-263-WMMR. See if you know the secret text word and get a winner when we come back. Return in a moment. Alexa, open MMR. Would it hurt you to say please? Use your smart speaker to listen live from wherever you are. Rock Pierre's workforce blocks while working from home. Get your daily dose of Preston and Steve on demand. Or catch up on the Bizarre Files podcast. Were you one of the first to grab an Amazon Echo a few years ago? Well, aren't you ahead of the curve? Text speaker to 39333 to make sure your Alexa skill is up to date. For a second there, I thought you said we were going on a date. Ha ha ha, no. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. Uh, we were looking for a designated caller for a secret text word. It was caller number 17 that we needed. So it is Julie that we're going to go to. Hi, Julie. Good morning. Good morning, It. Good morning, morning it. it, Julie. All right, Julie, do you know the secret text word? Tracksuit. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> You got it. Hang on the line, Julie, because you're a winner, and we're going to give you what you've always dreamed of, a digital download of Godzilla. Unleash the thrilling visuals and epic action of Godzilla, the first installment in the MonsterVerse franchise. You can own it on 4K Ultra HD and digital now. And our random texter, it's our buddy Harry Wood. Harry emails in all the time from Winwood, PA. So, Harry, congratulations. You get Godzilla as well. Congratulations to you. Uh, I would like to thank our uh, lone guest today, which happened to be the very amazing Amy Lee. She was great. She was great. Um, She uh, did a Zoom uh, interview with us. I got a lot of texts that were like, is she in the room with you guys? Yeah, no. The quality was excellent. She was really cool. Evanescence latest album is out, The Bitter Truth. And she was talking about just dying to get out on the road. She's just absolutely excited about the potential later on this year maybe so we'll see if that comes up but she was really a great guest it was wonderful to talk to she her gives a little tour area there with her beanie babies and her my little ponies and all yeah. that stuff yeah she had all kinds of good stuff <laughs> yeah. uh in her grammy right next uh, to grammy the, uh, yeah. next to the beanie babies and the care bears the care bears uh speaking our own little care bear just <laughs> oh. into the studio <laughs> hey man i am a care bear yep you care for bears. For bears. We all care for bears. Who doesn't? I know. Uh, all good in your world? You bet, Joe. All right, man. <laughs> Is it rainy outside, or are you yeah, just straight in well, the shower? I'm also wet. Okay. <laughs> I'm just wet. I dyed my hair. <laughs> <laughs> no. No, it's just wet. No, I always He's go wet. To, pr- 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 a professional for that. Uh, <laughs> wow. You haven't done your mouth exercises yet. Yeah. Have you done those in a while? I haven't I done those in you a while. Those. I used to do those in the elevator. Yeah. And um, and then it bothered the business people in the yeah. in the. You would like almost like a kid making faces. Right. Put your your hungers in there. Uh, 
eyes touching your ass so you yeah. should see clearly. Yeah. Very important. Very important. Not anymore. No, it's still important. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> it's just not required. Uh, well, At what, this point in the legend. What is required is that we get our daily letter from you, sir. You ready? I am. Here we go. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the Daily Letter. And the Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter... E as in Ethel. All right, and Ethel's got $300 to give to you on Friday, and it's from the Bagster. A dumpster in a bag, perfect for all home improvement cleanups, and you just pick one up today at any of your local home improvement stores. Buy, fill, gone. So we will give that money away on Friday. Get set for it. Uh, what's happening? We always ask what you got on the program today. Well, on that on that dumpster thing, uh, yes. do you just put it out with your garbage, or do they come and get it? You usually, they come and get it. Yeah, they they, okay. they, 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 they end up in the mountain. What they usually have you do is put it like down at the end of your lawn. They come with a, a truck that has basically like a, uh, a hook on it, and, okay. and they pick it up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why, do you have any clutter in your house? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that hurt so much, uh, as truth often does. Um, How are things these days? Um, it's Shea Robert. Well, I'm going to be off next week, and I'm going to be um, organizing. The Great Purge? Yeah. Why don't you just put a hook loop on the top of your house? Uh, that, Steve, is the best thing I've heard yet. Just tilt it over. Just start all over again. Uh, anyway, um, uh, so I, I might I, I might need seven dumpsters or so. Um, on the program today, we will have Workforce Box of Cheap Trick and the Red Hot Chili Peppers and B.O.C. We're going to go with Blue Oyster. Ooh, ah, it'll like be it. fun. Yeah. Excellent. All right. Thanks, Pierre. And did you hear wanna... the big money yesterday on the Rush Block? No. Oh, yeah, I did. The, the it's song. a great I song. Thought you meant, I thought you meant somebody winning uh, yeah. the hard money. I did, yes. That was, was a fun block, if I do great. say so myself. Yeah. yeah you had nobody's, nobody's hero. hero. Oh, you were walking out. As Closer to the heart. It. Right. Uh, um, I forgot what else you had in there. Time stands still. Good stuff. Big and Money from A Show of Hands is one of my favorite musical moments ever. It's cool. just phenomenal. Cool. Nice. All right, there you go. I want to thank our sponsors, Preston and Steve Show, brought to you today by Duncan, the official coffee of the Preston and Steve Show. And uh, Acme Markets, fresh foods, local flavors, and Meineke uh, for tires, brakes, batteries, exhaust systems, and more. Meineke doing car care right. Uh, for Thursday morning, ah, comedian Josh Wolf. Oh, Josh hey. is great. So we will uh, talk to him tomorrow morning, and uh, I'm sure we'll have many other things like money to give away and other goodies from our goodie bag with your opportunity to grab them. So make sure that you do tune in for that and make sure you listen for your chance to win uh, the presidency. I'm stalling as long as I can, man. Are we going to get this guy on? Yeah, yeah. Okay, hi. Hey, Tim, how you doing? Tim, are you there? Yes, sir, I am. All right, Tim, you spent a little while chatting with Marissa. What was that all about? Uh, it actually was just really brief because she was throwing me right on, uh, just to let me know I won 500 bucks. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Dude just won $500. Scooby, Dooby, Doo. And that, did you hear Pierre say Scooby, Dooby, Doo? Yes, I did. It takes a special event to get that out of that man. <laughs> the, the moon yeah, landing I, was the last time he said that. <laughs> exactly. I, I expected a stutter in there somewhere. Uh, Tim, where are you <laughs> Thanks, from? Tim. Where are you from, by the way? <laughs> I'm from Audubon, New Jersey. Excellent. Everybody's Listen. a critic, even Tim. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for rocking out in Audubon, bub. We got $500 for your uh, loyalty to the radio station. Congratulations, Tim. 
Thank you, sir. I appreciate it. Made my day. Excellent. All right, let's hear it for Tim, everybody. Yeah, one you long tip could for man. Be <laughs> next, and Pierre's gonna have your chance <laughs> at noon. That's it. We're done. Rage on. Have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow, gang. Bye bye. The Preston and Steve Small Business Love You Help You Line. Hi, this is Logan from Tat Supplies, Philadelphia region's authorized eternal ink distributor located in Levittown, PA. Come and visit us at tatsupplies.com, and that's tats with a Z. If you're looking for the brightest things in the industry or high-quality affordable tools, give us a call. Home of the ProFlow safety needle cartridges, ProLine tubes and needles, and Cosmic Clay liquid solidifier. At Tat Supplies, we're taking it back to art. Next message. Good morning, everyone. Does your hair need some TLC? Well, drop those scissors and put down that box of hair dye. Come see me, Lori Rideout, at Fusion Salon, located at the corner of Route 202 and Naaman's Road in Wilmington, Delaware. The phone number is 302-479-9444. See you there. The Love You, Help You line. Shop local because small business needs our help. Find out more at PrestonAndSteve.com. 93.3 WMMR. Putting Philly first. Sponsored by DellAutoGroup.com, where Jack really does sell them for less.